I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch a fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, Jim, Brother Dave, Super Dave, and our very special guest, Ron Bugler. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Hey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thanks morning, for joining everybody. us, Ron. Hey, Ron. Ron, would you, would you like to lead us in the pledge? Yes, sir. Do you know the pledge? Yes. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United, United States, States of America, America, of America, to the Republic, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, God indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, we had a real Ron back in already. It's a race. He's, he's excited. He's yeah, nervous. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm excited for it. So, pleasure to have you here, Ron. Yep. It just reminds me of uh, Dennis when, when he said the pledge. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Good job, though. <laughs> All right, let's get into the trucker prayer. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comforts of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. But no matter what, we trust you, God, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Disclaimer, as a reminder, anything you hear in this podcast today is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just the five men in this room's opinion. Episode 89 had 490 downloads. We are at 40.8 thousand total downloads, and we have 206 followers. Wait a minute. That was episode 88. 88. What did I say? 89? Yep. I wrote 89. This, this is 89, right? Yep. This is 89. Yeah. So. so coincidentally, I just want to bring it up that we didn't really talk about it. Last week was kind of a big deal. Mm. Right, episode eighty-eight on our eighty-eighth anniversary. Wow! I mean, we you just can't make that stuff up. You can't. Yeah. We couldn't have planned it. We couldn't have worked for that. We, we. I mean, Man, I mean, we, we. What are the odds of that? We missed like three. Now it makes sense why we missed those right. three weeks. It was just meant to be. Yeah, and then right? we decided we can't miss anymore. Yeah, and it's just yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I don't know if anybody else pointed out, but Rich Trimble from Garney, that was on the show. He was like, he, wow. He what caught a, it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what are the odds of that? That's so cool. And he said, you guys didn't even talk about it. And I'm like, uh, uh, wow. I didn't know it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were a little distracted. Yeah. yeah. Last yeah. week, we, I, was, we had I don't some, think the, the anniversary episode. and the lining up of the podcast was the main focus of anything. Last <laughs> week. Right. Yeah. But it was kind of a lot of, a lot of important dates, though, Jim. Yeah. We, we didn't have time to look at it because it was, it was Sam's birthday, Dave's son, you know, July 4th. And mm-hmm. I know we had some birthdays around there, but. So the fifth is Grandpa's birthday, and that's how we picked the anniversary from 1935. Okay. So that's you know 88 years in business. Wow. Obviously the 88th anniversary. Mm. You know, and then and then for Mom to pass on those dates, you wow. know, all that kind of stuff's just 
Just coincidence or the or how the how the cosmic world works, uh, right? Yeah. By the way, we picked up uh, Japan last week. So, oh, who do we oh, know Rick's, in Japan? Oh, Rick's son's not. Who was there? Was somebody oh, in Rick's Japan? Used, used to he be in was Japan. in Japan, Japan right? I don't know if no, he still I don't, is. Yeah. I don't think anymore. So, huh. uh, well, that's awesome. However, that works. Yeah, we, I mean, if you look at the countries that are listening in the last month, I mean, it's just like Kuwait, Indonesia, and these are just like one-offs, right? But Japan and. You know. Hopefully they haven't had 17 listens. No, <laughs> Hopefully it's Australia. the same person and they're they're enjoying traveling. Uh, wouldn't that wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be one traveling son of a gun, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> so we had an interesting uh, voicemail, Dave. You got an interesting voicemail last week. I do. You want me to cue it up because I think I can play it. Let's do it. Let me let me see here. I'm hoping this will work. Hello, David. Um, oh, hang on. Hello, David. Um, my name is Rolly Purefoy. I used to be a Chevrolet dealer in, for many years up in uh, Fort Lupton. And I just wanted to call and compliment you uh, on your trucks and seemingly your operation. Uh, I see your trucks up in the Fort Lupton area all the time. They're always clean. They're always, uh, you know, traveling like they should be uh, for semis down the road and not blocking stuff and courteous drivers, all that stuff that you would want as an, as an owner. Uh, I believe that for six, some years we ran a pretty tight ship, and it's very obvious that you and your brother do. So I just wanted to tell you that my hat's off to you and your company, and and much like for what you stand for. I think the only uh, one I think would put in the same league with you guys is B Gaines and uh, uh, his outfit. So you know they're uh, they're a top notch outfit too. So. Anyway, uh, that's my story. I'm not trying to bother you. I just thought uh, somebody uh, every once in a while it's nice to hear something good about what you tried to accomplish. And by God, you guys have done it. So my hats off to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Bye. That's so great. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, it definitely makes up for like the email Super Dave got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's I an mean, awesome voicemail. Super know, Dave's email was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But in other news, so, you know, I answer all of our Facebook messages, and I got home the other night, and I see a Facebook message, and you can't see the whole thing. It just gives you, like, the first, like, five words, and it starts off, I was following one of your trucks, so I'm like, oh, great, I better look at what this is and (laughs) see what it is. It just doesn't sound good, but let me read you the message. I was following one of your trucks today, saw your podcast sticker. My father was a truck driver for 40 plus years. Hearing you guys talk about trucking and whatnot made my day. You now have yourself a new listener. And that message was from John Smith, and his dad's name was Mike Smith. So, ah, yeah. Nice. Thanks very a lot. cool, John. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that message, John. Absolutely. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, and thanks to Raleigh for taking the time to call, too. Yeah. That's a. That's a, that's a Absolutely. I mean, those a lot are, of effort. Those are the rare ones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. people that are pissed off and and call in because you did something wrong. You know, those come. Easily, we get those every day, right? I'm just those, those come easily <laughs> to call and promote something that you've noticed and paid attention to. And you know, I mean, Raleigh spent the time and and looked our business up and looked at the website and he did some investigating before he called. Huh. You know, knew to ask for Jim or myself or. You know, I mean, just all of that. It was just really cool. And I was able to call him back and thank him for that 
that voicemail and gosh, we talked for 30 minutes easy and he's just a good dude. I mean, he, he's a, he's cut of our cloth somewhat, I guess you could say. And, and he's just a grinder. I mean, ran an amazing business up there in Fort Lupton since 1960. So yeah, you knew the name. You you were very yeah, I mean, familiar with who he was. Yeah, Purifoy Chevrolet has been, yeah. when I say it's been icon- around forever. It's iconic. Yeah, 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 since 1960. And if you ordered a Corvette here in Colorado from a car dealer, you went to Purifoy. Uh-huh. I mean, that was, they were the bomb, right? You didn't you didn't go to Elway. You didn't go to any of the other dealerships. You went to Purifoy Auto Chevrolet. Nation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, uh-huh. they were the team to put yeah. together a vehicle for you for a Corvette. And he specialized in it. And he was on the Tom Martino show, the troubleshooter every Friday for 34 years. And That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we hope to have him on, on as a guest. Yep. I know you've reached out to him, but we haven't heard back yet, Jam. So maybe yeah. we can maybe he's on follow vacation. up or, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. So, awesome. yeah. Damn. Raleigh, if you're listening, we, we're excited to have you as a guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, we often talk to Dave is to usually when, if it's legit, when you make a complaint, something happened to you that made you pretty angry you know because yeah. we've all we all have things do things happen people cut you off and you know big trucks cut you off but you never get that angry to call you know you just and so usually if it's a call that that made them angry that they that they call it's a problem right. or it is just a weirdo right. right it's just it's one or the other we we did something really wrong or dangerous yeah. Or there was just, it's just, it's over the top, you know? Yeah. And then, but somebody to take the time to call that's giving you a good comment, that's a lot of effort. That's yeah. that's time people usually don't have. Especially someone not at. in our industry. Yeah. This is a guy not yeah. in our industry, but the trucks stick out. They're always clean, he says. You know, all of these factors, you know, he said he was getting on the highway. He travels Highway 85 all the time. You know, obviously, if he's doing that, he's probably in the fast lane or you know watching in, our in trucks. a corvette yeah right. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, one. yeah tailgates aren't leaking <laughs> yeah. not not hitting his yeah. window and yeah I mean, I'm, I'm gonna spit it out and steal his comment right now and i told him right on the phone the minute he said it i was taking his comment but i uh, the rest of the guys know this ron but you don't do you know there's two colors in the world and that's it no <laughs> black yep. and white no nope. red and ugly Red and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That, that's according to Raleigh Purifoy, and he only yep. drives a red vehicle, he said. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yep, wow. that's all he's ever owned. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a question later on, Dave, about uh, RFK Jr., and that, that's, there's some interesting <laughs> stuff in there about... Yeah. You know, he's he's upset the ugly. <laughs> oh, is that right? I haven't had a chance to look him. I didn't. I saw that, and I got busy with other stuff. So yeah, he's hopefully someone will be able to answer that because yeah, I can't. Yeah, he's he's uh, rocking the boat on the Democrat he, side. He's the one with the voice, right? Mm. That's gotta, funny because uh, Ricardo Cordova asked that question. Uh, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he is the quietest guy you ever want to meet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that here in a bit, but yeah, he. He, he hit me with that yesterday. Right. RFK is the politician with the voice, right? That he's got a, like he's a, something's Ro- wrong with his the voice. The Kennedy Jr. dude. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Robert Kennedy. I mean, yeah. Robert. Yeah, Robert's son. Yeah. 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 I didn't know he had a voice, so Dave. I didn't know he, that. Yeah, he's got something, something weird with his voice. He sounds like that or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can. Well, this might be a stupid question, but I, I'm, I'm not knowing. 
Is he Democrat or Republican? He's a Democrat, David. Democrat? And that's what I was making the comment. He's rocking the boat. He's, anti, he's actually an anti-vaxxer and some other stuff. But he, they thought or how it looks like he might be the best to run against um, Joe Biden on the Democratic mm-hmm. ticket. But his stance is so not Democrat. Undemocratic. Yeah. So he, he's, he's what you would call old school Democrat. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we used to the, be able to debate the lines with guys like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he's, you know, the anti-vax, but he's also, you know, he thinks he was outspoken about how we uh, um, closed down the nation during COVID and our, our, you know, not our social part of it. He's been outspoken on that and even taken some heat from his own family and stuff. So. Oh. Yeah, so his voice, he was diagnosed with spasmodic dysphonia. And uh, he's working with the only organization dedicated to finding answers for the rare voice condition. Uh, it doesn't say what group that is, but yeah, when, when you hear him, you're definitely like, "Huh?" I didn't, I didn't notice that, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, it's time for the dad joke challenge. Ron, you are the newcomer, and we always make fresh blood go first. Here we go. I don't know if these have been on here yet. Um, we'll tell you. Me and Keanu are looking through some last night these ones we picked man she should have came on the podcast with you it sounds like she's did all the work <laughs> well she does most of my work like stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> honestly um what's a kidnapper's favorite shoes shoes wow yep. never heard this one yeah i don't man, kidnappers she's in slippers true kind true crime she loves it Ran- <laughs> ransom soul or something i don't know white vans, <laughs> white vans. That's, that's great that is that is good. That. uh i got it's a little dark <laughs> it, it is uh, um one more i got was um uh, where do you take someone who's been injured uh in a peekaboo accident where do you take somebody that was injured in a pickaboo accident? Don't know that one. I see you. Ooh. I see you. They are good. good ones. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Never been told on this podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, winners. Well, well, for, well, for on those lines, why can you not hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? <laughs> oh. Pterodactyls are winged. Dinosaurs. Yes. Maybe because you're not alive. (laughs) (laughs) They went extinct 60 million years ago. Uh, Because the P is silent in pterodactyl. Good job. (laughs) Good job. The P is silent. Uh, I didn't know there was a P in it. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. That's reason it's silent. It's only (laughs) because Jam asked, do you know how to spell it? I I don't know how to spell it. I just know it starts with a P. (laughs) You got it. P.T. I don't know who makes up these stupid words, you know, like all the Latin words for this and that. Why can't you just call them by their regular name? Like a pterodactyl? Right. Yeah, Yeah, those people that gave them their Latin names are real idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I should have jumped in there before Ron, only because we were talking about RFK and politics and stuff. But do you guys know what uh, diapers and politicians have in common? Oh, that one's... I feel like I've heard this. They're both gross. (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of on the right line. They're both full of shit. Uh, Very close, yeah. They both stink and should be changed often. (laughs) Ah, Amen. Amen. Well, 
I don't know if Mick <laughs> listens to our podcast or not, but what do, how many lawyers does it take <laughs> to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, three, right? One to climb the ladder, one to shake the ladder, and one to sue the ladder company. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, I got a little joke for you here. A group of professors were invited on a plane. When the door closed and the plane was about to take off, all the, prefer- all the professors were informed that this plane was made by their students. All the professors rushed towards the plane door trying to escape and survive on their own. <laughs> With the exception of one professor who remained seated with so much confidence and calmness. Someone asked him why he wasn't escaping the plane. The professor answered him with confidence, they are our students. Next question, are you sure that you taught them well? The professor replied, I'm sure it won't fly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Never get off the ground. That one was cold, bud. New employees this week, we got Nolan Reed and Matt Rodriguez. Welcome to the fleet, guys. Yeah, welcome, you guys. Yeah, welcome. welcome to JFW welcome. family. Celebrations, anniversaries. Troy Holmes has his two-year anniversary tomorrow. Happy anniversary, Troy. Congratulations, Troy. Thanks, Troy. Birthdays, we already brought this name up today, but Ricardo Cordova has a birthday Saturday the 15th. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rico. Uh, we do not have any family birthday celebrations this week. Wow, Man. out of all the, How's the that family, yeah, that just doesn't seem possible, right? Yep. I mean, it's a lot, of peop- a lot of people. I'll hear about it later that there was <laughs> one. There was some. <laughs> I always seem to jack that up. We did get a thank you card from Jack Domenico, though, a handwritten, mailed with a stamp card. Old wow, school. from yeah. overseas? Yeah, from, <laughs> from Thornton or wherever he lives. Anyway, it says, Dear JFW family, thank you for the birthday wishes and Amazon gift card. It was much appreciated. Jack Domenico, a.k.a. Jackie Boy. See, they're, nice. they're classy. Very cool, Jack. You know, yeah. Not that we haven't received other thank yous, but the, take the time. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you just got to take the time. and Great pretty, family there. And pretty sure his wife has sent us a thank you card as well. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good stuff. Good that, stuff. That's a lost art. Thank you cards are a lost yeah. art, especially with the text. Yeah. You know? Especially yeah. if I see you every day, you're going to get a fist bump and a pat on the back or something like right. that. Right. Thanks, guys. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah we, we received some cards this last week for, for mom's passing, and one of them was a really nice card, but the <clears throat> the person put a note inside it and glued it to the card, and you mm. unfolded the note and read about Evelyn, uh, and it was just really classy touching. the time. Yeah, yeah, the time she took, but she's always been, you know, helps everybody down. And she's a friend from Tucson that that uh, I think they actually live in in uh, Michigan. Uh, no, it's not the Michigan couple. Um, Ste- Steamboat. I oh, Steamboat. Rabbit, close to Rabbit Ears Pass, somewhere around there. And, but anyway, the, just a great person. It was, huh. it was that to twist that card and to put a special note in. It was really neat. Is that the Bruchets? Or are they Michigan? Oh, I don't know, Dave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> last names. I never hear last names. I only, I only hear the oh. first names. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Speaking of great people, it's time to give some shout-outs. Yeah. Like to give uh, Amber a shout out. Amber takes care of all the anniversary birthday and family birthday cards. She also takes care of all the anniversary shirts and pictures. Great job, Amber. Let me tell you, ordering those anniversary shirts, it's a it's a job, right? Because you know, I used to do that. Amber was so nice and kind to take that over for me. But 
you know, we don't know who's gained or lost weight every year. You got to call, find out sizes. You know, we try to make it nice where you could put any name you want on the shirt. Yeah. So maybe last year you wanted Ron. This year you might want Bugler. You know, and then looking, you know, getting a, the spreadsheet put together, getting an order put together. And then 5.11's become a little bit difficult to work with. It used to be a lot easier, but it's been a lot of back orders, some communication problems. And, man, she's just on all that stuff. So thank you, Amber. Nice. That's awesome. I want to give uh, Big Country a shout-out. This is more of a personal shout-out, but me and my family, I took my girls camping last week. I had taken Friday off to go early Friday morning. Well, Thursday night, we're packing up, and we find out that uh, the person we had lined up to watch the dogs, there was miscommunication about dates and times. She could no longer do it. I'm like, don't worry, babe. I got it. Post up on my social media. This is what happened. Can anybody help us out? Now, when I post things like that on Facebook, I immediately get worried about who's going to answer. You know what I mean? Like, well, thanks for volunteering, but I don't want like you. Like, I would volunteer to come watch your dogs. You'd be like, Dave, I'm not going to no, trust him. Yeah, Dave's not, <laughs> Dave's not coming to watch He doesn't watch even the like dogs. dogs. Why is he going to yeah. watch them? Dave would come in. What's not, he going to do to my dogs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, I have 1,200 friends on Facebook. Not all of them are welcome in my home. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just what it is. That's you know, why you have the dogs. That's why I have the dogs and, <laughs> and all the things, right? So anyway, the first person that responds is big country. And right away, I'm just like, ah, I could trust this guy in my house. Yeah. And I could trust him with my dogs. Yeah. That's just right away, I knew his character was that good, right? So the only problem was is he had to work Friday, and we couldn't leave the dogs all alone Friday. So we pushed... We pushed it one day, so we left Saturday morning, right? Well, Big Country bought our dogs toys. One of our dogs threw up between the time we left Saturday morning and the time he got there after work, right? He brought the dog a new dog bed. He brought them frozen bone marrow bones. Like, this dude went above and beyond (laughs) on the dog thing. Like, spent money to take care of our dogs, which is not what we wanted, right? The funny thing is, is where we go camping, there's no service. So Big Country came over Friday night, grabbed the key. We gave him a code to the alarm. <laughs> well, we get back in cell phone service. Turns out his code didn't work. No, <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> so he had a visit from the cops because the alarm was going off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's Big Country in my house with the alarm going off. <laughs> Right, but he, the text message is like, I just wanted to pet his dogs. <laughs> <officer>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, how did he convince the cops? Well, he had a key. I don't know if he maybe showed text messages. I had no idea. But right, that's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, but but the cop nicknamed him the uh, oh the fluorescent or something kind oh, of because he was oh, in cool. he had his safety <laughs> stuff yeah. on yeah. the ro- the fluorescent robber <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So thank you so much, Big Country. You did a great job, man. Thank you so much. Wow, that's awesome, Big Country. That's that's a good story. Uh, Let's see here. Rico Christensen. So Rico started his chemo treatments. He was diagnosed with cancer a few weeks ago. Uh, He wanted to give a shout-out to everyone in the office, dispatch, the leadership team, and especially Brother Dave and Brother Jim for giving me the opportunity to work for such an amazing company. JFW is simply the best. Together we will get through this. So, thank you, Rico. Here's Rico. He's the one going through chemo, and he's giving us shout outs. So, right? Yeah. You know, shout out to you, Rico for keeping a positive attitude. Absolutely. And, you know, 
He's, that guy's always upbeat. He's got a mountain to climb too. You yep. know what I mean? This yeah. isn't going to be a walk in the park for him. And I, I got faith in him. He was here last week, and I, it sucked. I was on a phone call, and I was walking around. He was just leaving the office, and I, I high fived him when he left. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we kind of head nodded each other, like, "All right, you're you're in it." But yeah, Rico, I'm thinking of you, man. You got you got a lot to do and get done. And I got I got faith in you. We got faith in you. Absolutely, yeah. Rico's yeah, strong. You can yeah. do this, buddy. Yeah, he can yeah. get through it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. absolutely. Yeah. Tanny wanted to give Frank McCoy a shout out for finding his Oakley sunglasses and returning them. So that's pretty great. I heard oh, that on the radio good. yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I bet yeah. those Oakleys aren't cheap. He's yeah. lucky nope. I didn't find them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hook him up with that Home Depot bag that I have. Huh, <laughs> you still got those? <laughs> Dude, well, you oh, yeah, got me like 25 of them. Oh, yeah. Too, I remember seeing them when we moved the office out or something. That's right. I love it, man. Yeah, I have like three pairs in each vehicle and like in my dra- desk drawer and huh. on my dresser. And yeah. Favorite glasses ever. <laughs> D- favorite. I love them, man. Fit like a glove. We bought those like probably three years ago. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Super Dave, you had a shout-out. Uh, this is actually from Don Keller, but uh, uh, we'd like to give a shout-out to Kendrick, and I'll tell you why. So Don Keller has been out <clears throat> tell for us why, Dave. several months uh, because he just had back surgery. I think he was out for about, I don't know, Jim, you'd know better than me, a good two two months. Forever. Least. Forever yeah. in a day. So anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he came back. And found his truck, 0087, in less than optimal condition. Um, and Don is a uh, sets his bar very high with his interior care of his truck. And so um, he didn't, he said, listen, because he, he called me up on it. And he said, listen, I'll take care of it. You know, no worries. I just want to let you know. Well, Ken, he jumped in without anybody asking, and he detailed Don's truck for him. So Don came back in the next day, unbeknownst to him, and his truck was like spotless. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that something? Yeah. You know, and you know, Ken did that on his own time and took you know his own initiative to do that. And that's uh, a leader. Yeah, that's driver support. Way, way yeah. to go, no. Ken. I'm really disappointed with the interior of my Ram. Just, <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> no one's used it, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> hint, that was was that was that hint hint. Ken? Yeah. The, the spare keys found in my desk. So. Yeah, I'll leave mine unlocked too. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to shoot out a message though to all of the drivers that are driving other people's trucks. Maybe they're slipsy drivers. Maybe their truck is broke down over at Kenworth or Peterbilt, but. Don't just think that, hey, I'm only going to be in this truck for one day, so I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to clean the dash after all this dust flew in. I don't need to fuel it. I don't need to take care of it because it's, quote, not my truck. Well, it is your truck for the day, so take care of it as if it was your own truck and be aware of uh, the other drivers that will be in that truck, whether it's the assigned driver or Maybe it's just the next guy that's going to be in it tomorrow, but just have some respect and have some care and, uh, you know, utilize the JFW culture when you're 100 percent super Dave. We just had a guy down here on Saturday. I don't know if he had to work Saturday or not, but he was cleaning on his truck either after a shift or he came down to clean his truck. Well, then somebody used his truck to run cores on Sunday and then he came back to his truck being messy on Monday. I mean, that's got to feel terrible. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're not, you know, if you just follow that rule, 
you leave it better than you found it. Right. And if it was <clears throat> totally spotless, just leave it that yeah. way. If that's if it's at the top of the mountain, just leave it that Man, way. Man, and isn't you it know? easier to leave it that way when you found it that way versus than having clean, a clean one it. that is yeah. just tanked you know yeah. look at how many trucks tony martinez cleaned while his truck was down oh yeah. i mean that guy was cleaning trucks every day <laughs> yeah he, he was, was like i bet he cleaned half the fleet yeah right. it was a godsend tony you did yeah. a great job man yeah. it was awesome yeah i mean if i gotta go trucking and there's a few trucks in the yard and i open one of them up and you can't you, you could eat off the floor mats i shut the door i take a different truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's too clean it's hard to hold that bar isn't it, yeah Jeff? it's like I mean, I, it, you'll spend an yeah. hour cleaning it when you're done to get <laughs> yeah. it back there you know especially if it's a rainy day yeah. <laughs> oh man Yep. Crazy. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Don Keller and shout outs and truck cleanliness and all that jazz, he wants to give a shout out. I just got this text message this morning. He wants to give a shout out to the wash crew at Yard 23. From the hood ornament to the taillights, rubber to stack, this girl is shining. Her lips are red, cheeks rosy, and eyes bright. She is ready to go to the dance. Hell jam, she might even get kissed. Seriously, this rig <laughs> has never looked so good, looked better. Um, Don Keller, 0087. Oh, so, he's yeah, a poet. Right? <laughs> I didn't well know said. it. But yet he showed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is awesome. I want to throw a shout-out out there for the whole Bulker division. Man, we've been short, short-handed for the last two weeks plus. Uh, Rob White ran off and got married. I think he eloped. <laughs> I don't know when he's coming back. He may not he come ran back. Off yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, greatest, pla- greatest place on earth. Right, is where he got married. So good for you, Rob. Uh, Nat had a little baby girl. Ran off and had a baby. Right. Uh, gosh, I think Troy was on vacation yeah, for. Troy was gone yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I want to say a week. I could be wrong on the days, but anyway, yeah. The whole rest of the team. I mean, AKA Freddie. Big you know, country. Big country. Yeah. All Tr- uh, shouldered it all. Yeah. Like, I mean, they and lined Gilly. everybody out. Yeah, Gilly. I mean, everybody Charles. just stepped up and and. You know, took a team that was basically went from the five stars to nothing. Yep. You know what I mean, and had to fill in and get things done. And yeah, it was just—it's just great to see, man. Yep. How how it moves flawlessly as it is, and I feel it continued to with all those guys missing. Yeah, you know what I mean. A couple guys stepped up too. I know Robert Lincoln; he was bulking, and he had given a shout out to somebody last week for helping him. But there was a mm-hmm. oh, who was that? I just feel like I don't want to miss anybody that stepped right, up. And, right, right. You know, so yeah. if, you'll tell me later that I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mickey, you Mickey Kendrick. Mickey Kendrick. Has been yes. filling in. Yeah. Yes, that was He it. really enjoys doing that. Yeah. Um, he does a great job. Gilly's son, little Gilly, he's been helping out a lot. <laughs> 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 it's a pleasure to see that kid every day, man. Like, he's just such a cool little kid, man. Uh, he's awesome. getting more comfortable with the guys. Yesterday he had the paperwork, and he was taking care of the paperwork. Nice. He's, he's three. You know, nice. he's, and speaking of kids, uh, Chewy Varela, he had his uh, daughter with him yesterday. Got to meet her, sweet little girl. So nice. I just, you know, Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know he went by che- uh, Chewy. Every Jesus goes by Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I recently le- too. I learned that. It's like, yeah. okay. it's like David goes by Dave. Okay, it seems All right. not not so simple, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I never knew all the nicknames until until Oswaldo started dispatching. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, right. who the heck is that? Right. He right. just knows all the nicknames of everybody. Yeah, somebody asked him yesterday because he uh, was talking to Rosario and he called him Chayo. And I think it was Dustin said, oh, what do you, Dustin used a funny term, but why do you call him Chayo? He's like, because his name's Rosario. 
<laughs> Duh. Duh. He did the same thing to me because he calls Veronica something. And it's, Veto. To me, it sounds like yeah, Veto, yeah, yeah. Oh, Veto doesn't. I don't hear that word in Veronica. Right. Well, <laughs> if your R's were and a he D. goes, well, it's short for it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, All if right. your R's were a D. Yeah, if my D, J's D. were Z's and my S's were K's, <laughs> yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you got any shout outs for anybody? Um, Coleman for shooting me out last last week. Uh, oh, you scratch my back, I get my scratch. Yeah, my, uh, my he was up there um, at Friday this morning. Um, I got a text from Ricky to help. Oh, um, I think it was 0098. His tarp was uh, messed up, so okay. Uh, pulled over there, and Coleman already had his line off and was hooking it up. I was like, "Where's your gloves, man? His hands are just filthy. He's in somebody else's truck, so he don't have his gloves on." Oh, mm. that sucks, man. Like, oh man, so. Um, we got it going though, and closed the tarp, and, um, and then I I had a bunch of zip ties. I let him get his wires back up on the pogo stick. Nice, so. oh, good, nice. Good. Thank you. Yep. Is that it? Yep. All right. Just so I'm grateful. So <laughs> Coleman, <laughs> Coleman, Coleman, I love you, Ron. <laughs> Coleman actually has a shout out. He shot me a text this morning. To make it under, to make everybody understand, Coleman had a little grain spill at Coors yesterday, uh, and the team mobilized. And you know that always feels good when we go there and take care of things. But Coleman said, "Good morning, Jam. Can I please give you Scooby, Jr., Kendrick, and Jesse Baeza a shout out for the help yesterday with my Coors spill? Even in a bad situation, we managed to keep smiles on our faces and deal with the issue at hand. And I can't thank everyone enough. So nice shout out from Coleman." But yeah, I mean, you know, we roasted him pretty good while we were out there, and you know, <laughs> he held up. Yeah, he was like, oh, "I'm, good, you know, really beat myself up over this." I'm like, "Don't worry, Coleman, we're gonna do that for you." you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he was. I was talking to him last night, and he was, you know, just parking his truck, and I was <clears throat> gonna take. Uh, actually, I thought I was taking his gym. I mentioned that mm. took the one right next to his. And uh, I said, so what do you say? And he goes, oh, I got to own it. You know, I, I definitely didn't check that tailgate. And I was like, it's all good. You know, the only thing I ever heard about the whole situation was Jam said you were out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, we, yeah, I wrecked my dirt bike over the weekend. Yeah, my, my neck is killing me and my shoulder trying to throw the we grain were, over yeah. the top of the side rail. We've he almost goes, killed a few guys was, shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he said he, he's, he told me, he's like, I sweat through my shirt and my pants. I was like, yeah. your pants, bro. Like, what are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, went, I went to knock the grain off his back. I'm like, yeah, luckily he might just stay there. <laughs> but getting back to the course, Bill. You know, when, when it's one man and one shovel, man, that's that's just overwhelming. It's you know? a daunting task that oh you're Oh, my God. At, you right? think you're going to be there forever. And, you yeah. know, when I was on the phone with Coleman and he told me about it, you know, he's like, is there anything I can start to do? And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> shovel. Yeah, you can yeah. start shoveling. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of that's kind of where you learn your lesson mm-hmm. to t- check to get when you're there shoveling yeah. by yourself. Yeah. And there's yeah. Two, yeah. two tons of material on the ground and it's, yeah. you know, 20 pounds at a time. You're going to learn, right? I like to learn from other people's mistakes. Right. 
Are you sure about that? <laughs> no, I, Jason, when that happened to Jason, he told me ever since then, religiously, when I back under there and I turn on the can, I go back there and I check. I even Smart. put a hand on it sometimes. Like Smart. Yeah, you I'm should not. be looking underneath too. Make I, sure no, that's what I do. I, yeah. I look underneath the yep. fenders every time now and make sure those are cammed over. Yeah, but when you have six shovels out there and six guys honestly having a good time, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's amazing how fast the problem disappears. It's amazing how fast the problem disappears. And it's always a, a team-building moment. Yeah. And it's funny because JR and I were walking out to, to my Ram, and I don't ever look at my license plate ever. You know, and it's the one that came off the Jeep, and it mm-hmm. says Team JFW. Yep. And I just happened to look down at that. I'm like, huh, Team JFW, because I already knew Scooby and Kendrick were on the way. Me and JR were heading there. I already knew Linda was planning on sending Jesse in. Man, we knocked it out pretty quick, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it. That part is it's crazy, I guess. When yeah. you're right. The other nice thing about it, it wasn't 20 degrees out like the last one. <laughs> the last one, it was cold, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, my hands were frozen, and so good stuff. All right, let's get into any other shout outs from anybody. Jim, Dave, Super Dave. I think it's good. No? Yeah, I yeah. just love that team JFW. Yeah, you it's know, a, it's a big are, deal. We are a team. It is. All right, let's get into the discussion part of things. A lot of housekeeping items this week. Uh, Dispatch sent me a few things. Number one, all Brandon plants are not using squeegee anymore. So no squeegee into any of the Brandon plants. So if you get a dispatch or... Why, do we know why? Did they say That sounds really weird to me, yeah. but I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a batch man for them, and I don't make the calls, but, you know, they don't want squeegee. So, if you've ever hauled squeegee in there and you get a dispatch and you're going to pick up squeegee, know that that's incorrect. Right. Yeah, make don't a phone mistake pea gravel for squeegee. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, Dave, do you know why they might make a call I, like that? I mean, I saw it and I, I thought the same thing. Like, huh, that's odd. And it's kind of funny. I mean, I remember the other end of the spectrum when they started adding squeegee to the mixes. Huh. And it was only, this was back in the mid 2000s because it was unheard of to add it. And believe it or not, Every gravel pit had so much extra squeegee, it became a byproduct, and that was a way to get rid of it was in concrete. Mm. And it was like, wow. So, And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like the advent of anything else. It actually, they actually figured out, wow, we can add squeegee to it. We can improve the strength. We can make better mixes, you know, and then it became a necessary item instead of just a way to dispose of <laughs> right. it, right? And and now I'm sure they're fighting the other end of the spectrum huh. like, well, now we may have to, I'm making it up, add more cement to make the mix stronger to compensate oh. for the squeegee. Oh. And it's great. It's bad. It's good. Yeah, it's bad. It's right, good. It's bad. right, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the size of it, it's all based on void, you know, and that's how you, you make the contiguous strength, right? You have a rock mm-hmm. this size, it has X amount of cement around it. And then you drop to like a pea gravel size rock and you have this much cement around it. Right. And then you have a rock the size of pea gra- or a squeegee, you have that much cement around it. And then the sand is binding it all together and... I mean, it's a science. It, it's a yeah. crazy science. So yeah, it's so cool though. Yeah, I, I used to. You, I used to work in the lab. Isn't it amazing, you guys? Twenty years ago, like you said, they had so. I had the loader operator at, at the old Morton pit there tell me, "Well, we'll just end up pushing it back in the hole, right mm-hmm. in the you lake." Know? Yeah, yeah. And now they pushed it. There is no squeegee. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. you know I don't know twenty dollars a ton or yeah. something. And yeah, it's crazy. Giving it yeah. away. Yeah, Ron, you said you used to work where. I had a lab doing mixed designs and stuff like that really? for uh, an asphalt company in Maine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I cool. never knew that. Scientists. Used to, used to test the aggregate and all the, you know, 
put them in like little sieves and in a shaker mm-hmm. and weigh everything and Quality do mix control. designs. Yeah. I'd cut uh, cores on the jobs, mm. had a nuclear density gauge, so it would tell the rollers Ooh, when to move up. a nuclear density gauge. Yeah, it was a nuclear Very source. Cool. I had to wear a little rim nice. deal to test my... Um, Contamination or the yeah, radiation nice. contamination, yeah. Nuclear activity. You guys have yep. all seen a concrete <laughs> core, you know, like the size of this coffee cup or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw one on like a Facebook page or whatever, and right down across the the one of the I'll say the side, but obviously it's round, there's a broke off drill bit through <laughs> oh, wow. the core. And it just, it's so cool because the whole side of the drill bit is exposed towards the bottom of the core. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna mess up the test. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you need a new core. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Yep. Uh, where did you say you did that? In uh, Lane Construction, Bangor, Maine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, boy, I wish they'd do that in Colorado because we have so many potholes. They must not check <laughs> oh, we were, nuclear density. <laughs> we were building like, it used to be like 20-year roads. And then um, I went to this big convention and got certified. And they're doing like 40, 60-year roads now like out there. Hmm. Wow. That's the what weather. we do here. Yeah, well, 40, 60 years old. 40 days. Yeah. 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little 20-year road, 60 years later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. I mean, that 270, those bridges. Unbelievable, yeah. isn't it, it is, Dave? I have never, ever seen anything like it. It is no, mind-boggling. I mean, you have to slow down to yeah. like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, and you can't yeah. go around the one bridge, the first you one. Cannot. You yeah. can't go around. Hard to run on 24-inch rims now. Huh? Right? <laughs> yep. Not unless you got 24 inch tires, 24.5 tires. I got 17s right? and big rubber. <laughs> I'm bouncing off them potholes. <laughs> uh, let's see. The XB app. When you're taking a picture of your ticket for XBE, please make sure the entire ticket is captured in the photo. A lot of tickets are being rejected by Brandon because they are unable to see the entire ticket number. Please help us avoid this issue. So, pretty straightforward there. Yeah. Need a good picture. That's it. Yep. Plain and simple. Do you think anybody deposits checks on their phone? Have you ever done that, Ron? Deposited yep. a check on their phone? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think you need a good photo of that check for it to go in to your account? Yep. Me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Same difference. Only if it's your check. <laughs> right? I, I guess that's my point, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny the things we talk about on this podcast that we just continue to talk about and right. continue to talk about and it doesn't get heard. I, I feel like things just don't get heard no matter how much we talk about it. So some things you need to hear over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I guess that's, I totally get what you're saying, Dave, but I, I, I guess like the phone call from, from Raleigh and the stuff like that. And the, and the other one about the podcast is we are making a difference. We just, it's just so in, easy to concentrate on that gate post that we hit. You yeah, know, and it's it's so it's because we at this point we want to be perfect, right? You know, and that's 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 that goal that you reach for because because missing it five thousand times and hitting it once just just that's not good enough, mm-hmm. right? I just look at the energy though. Sometimes that we put into things. I mean, we work hard to make things right. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, do you think anyone ever told Linda? Do you think anyone ever told? people to take a good picture either in axon or uh xp mm-hmm. it's been said i mean right and there's guys that do it perfect every time why are there people that can't do it do we ever tell people they need to turn their paperwork in every day yes why don't why do yeah. people like a lot of the energy that goes into making sure these things happen what else could be we could we be doing with that time yeah it's the you know? the little things that aren't 
right. counted on, I guess, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I guess that's why we all have jobs, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> guess that's why I work security, here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, <laughs> you know? yeah, just a quick story, Jam. I, I was golfing last week with a buddy of mine, and, uh, you know, my one of my pet peeves is when you hit the ball up on the green, it leaves a ball mark. And you should always fix the ball mark. It's just common courtesy. It's putting the shopping cart away. Right, right. <laughs> so this lady comes up, and she's the, the marshal for the golf course, and she's like, man, you guys get my hero award today. Thank you for fixing those. We've, you know, we've been having a lot of problems with them. And it's a beautiful course, especially with all the rain. The courses are just right. gorgeous. And she goes, you know, thank you for being my hero. And I said, hey, no big deal. I said, it just bothers me. I said, it's, it's like putting the sharpening shopping cart away and she goes are you kidding me that drives me crazy it was just funny oh, yeah that's great yep uh, all right uh let's see linda has purchased more total money makeover books uh it seems like there are a lot of people that want some help with their finances we are working on getting rebecca her financial advisor out on the podcast so mm. That'd be good. That would That's be amazing. Good. Yeah, that yeah. Would be. yeah. Rebecca is a an approved uh, Dave Ramsey financial advisor. Very cool. Yeah. So through Financial Peace University. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be good. Rebecca is taking a big test on the seventeenth, so I promise not to bother her till after that. No. Good. Yep. So we'll good. Be, probably get her out in August sometime. I hope. That would so be awesome. I'm definitely interested in hearing what she has to say and maybe uh, signing up for some of her services. So, Yeah, we, we yesterday, I've been meaning to, it just reminded me, Jim, about having guests and different people on, is I talked to Tim. He's uh, manager of uh, Southern Tire over here. I think he's up, up in the Greeley area now, but his, his son runs the store over here. And they have uh, a salesman that's um, uh, NFL professional NFL football player working for him and selling tires and I think he was even it's even generational in his family and then he was also a football player but anyway he he offered to be on the podcast ask how things were going so I was kind of excited to get with him and try to hook that up and the football player or both 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 of them but to have the football player you know so he said he's got some great stories plus he's working in our industry you know Mm -hmm. he's selling tires so does he listen (laughs) <laughs> Tim said, "How's it going?" I've I've listened a couple of times. Oh, nice. You know what I mean. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, and he had at the the tournament I'm talking about. He had his grandson with him. Uh, you know, meeting people and, nice. and you know showing the business and stuff like that. And that's always cool. always neat to have generational stuff. Absolutely. All right. Next on the list: blackout dates or blacked out. I don't understand. Neither does anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> seems to seems to make people mad. Yeah. Why, so why do you black out dates? We black out dates because we need to be able to keep the trucks running, and we allow a certain amount of people off every day. Once we hit a certain area or level, we black those dates out. That means you can't request that day off. I don't understand. I know you don't. <laughs> and when I say neither does anybody else, that's not true. Everybody, most people do understand it, but. I get a call all the time that says, hey, Jam, I'm trying to request this date off, and it won't let me. It says it's blacked out. <laughs> what, am I, what am I supposed to say from there? Like, You should ask on your XBE app, did you take a complete picture of your ticket? <laughs> right. So, And do you know the speed limit exiting the driveway? 
So just to give you an example of what happens when we don't honor that, we have 18 people off this Friday. That's not all drivers, right? I mean, some of them are Super Dave, you won't be here. Uh, there's another. Thanks, Scooby's, Scooby's off, gone. Right? Yeah. Uh, JR has a late start, so there's 15. There might be some people in admin or dispatch, or so it's not all drivers, right? But we're gonna we're gonna be short, you know. So it, it's a problem. I sent out an announcement this past week saying blacked out dates are blacked out, and it it really I had a lot of feedback on that. Let's just say that I've had three people approach me say. Did you send that message out because of me? Right? <laughs> I've no, done that before. No, so are you guilty? I mean, you have that you're asking. So, because you, right. do you feel guilty because maybe you didn't really need that day, but you did it anyway? Right. So one of them, some of them are late, late notice. And I'll, here's the thing: is we try to give everybody the time off they need. Yeah, exactly. Like, I hate, I, I hate telling people I can't approve their time off. It's Absolutely. easier for me. Absolutely. It's so much easier for me to hit an approve button than to have to call somebody and be like, yeah. you can't have it, or explain it to them. You know, we had a guy last month went to have a surgery. Well, they rescheduled for this month, okay? He gave us four days' notice on a blacked-out date that Oof. he needs a day off. To me, that's not fair to JFW, right? Uh, another, it's just on and on and on. Somebody else had a court date. I mean, you can't move that. I get it. You know, but but in some circumstances you can right. So you know what I mean. It's just it was just getting excessive. So when someone says, "Did you put that message out because of me?" My answer is, "No, I put it out because of everybody." Yeah, because you know, it's not just one person. I had a couple funny funny situations. You know, Jack Domenico stops me this morning. He's like, "Hey, I need Friday off." You know, and he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Turo Mendoza. Sent me uh, emailed no Yotas. You know what I mean. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's been funny. Uh, Gilly Rodriguez keeps asking me for Sunday off. Right, <laughs> you could have Sunday off as long as little, little Gilly works. Right, but it's been a problem. Honestly, yesterday a driver approached me and it was a big problem, and I, and I kind of lost my cool about it. And I feel bad about that. Um, I do feel his approach was not not good. But my reaction definitely wasn't a good representation of who I would like to be. You know, I think it probably was who I was in that moment. I don't feel that, uh, yeah, that's what I'm beating myself up on is I don't feel I reacted well, you know. And the reason, like, spiritually for me, you know, I'm pretty vocal about Christianity. And I want, I don't want people to look and be like, oh, so that's what a Christian looks like. You know what I mean? And it just bugs me that I went to that place but I haven't been delivered from that. I still, you know, if you push my button a, a little bit too much, like, I'm not proud of it, but I'm going to react. You know, maybe next time I won't. So Yeah, but it's the same button that's being pushed, Jim. That, right. That's the problem. And, and no matter how much religion or whatever you put in there, I believe the Bible's got Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. I like to hold myself to a higher standard than the person. <laughs> don't, don't we all? Yeah, to me as a leader, right? Maybe I could have, okay, so let, let's take the Christianity part out of it. Let's just talk about leadership, right? To me, I could have controlled that situation a little bit better. It, but, but I also felt like I was trying to do that, but I wasn't being heard. Sure, you know? sure. And, sure. I mean, basically this driver felt that I was trying to say that this job is more important than his family. And his point was, 
I'm always going to put myself and my family in front of this job. Great. I would too. If my wife or my daughter need to go to the hospital, I'm going to take them, right? That's not what I was talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, we- I never said if you have an emergency, JFW expects you to come to work. But some people's emergencies are different than others. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people have a lot. <laughs> some people have more emergencies than other people. Yeah, I, I guess to me, I guess what I what I get more out of the deal, and I understand you, you wanting to be better, but there's a frustration more than anger. Right. It's like, how many times do you have to be told to take the picture correctly or right. put away the shopping cart or all the things we joke about? It's a frustration right. that boils over. You not, know, not you're pissed over the whole situation. Yeah, if right? this driver came up to me and said, hey, Jim, I have a question about the blackout dates. Are you trying to tell me that if I have a family emergency, you expect me to be at work? I would say absolutely not. Right. But when somebody approaches me and says, what are you crying about? You know, and I have no idea. I felt like I was in a twilight zone. Like, what what are you talking about? I'm just standing here minding my business. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and on and on and on and not know when to stop. Like, yeah, things got escalated. So, you know, I didn't lose any sleep over it last night. I slept like a baby. (laughs) 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 But I would like to be better as a leader. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you know. like, I'm laughing, Jam, because the smart ass in me once come out and like, oh, so you're up half the night crying, yeah. sleeping like a yeah. baby. I was, <laughs> and, I you was, need, and you need Friday off. <laughs> I was, I was Yoda sing all night. <laughs> yeah. So also, it seems like emergencies are typically on Mondays and Fridays. I don't know why, but that's when everything gets forgotten about. So yeah. all I'm trying to say, everybody, is we have a schedule. We try to allow as many people off as possible. I black out dates. People come to me. I need that date off. They tell me why. You know, this is what I have going on. I'm like, well, you, you really need that day off. We're going to have to adjust on our end. You know, Super Dave does a great job of filling the trucks and having more drivers than we need, more drivers than trucks, not that we, we need. We need them all uh, to be able to cover these things. But... We don't have 30-plus drivers where everyone could just take off on a Friday. Right. You know, we have time off requests for a reason. If we didn't need everybody here, you could just not even request time off. Just come and go as you please. So that's where we're at with that. Awkward. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not, not, not necessarily awkward, just frustrating. Yeah. You know, just, just try to... We've done everything to work with you guys like the extra drivers. Right. I mean, look how many drivers we pay to be buddied up, to sit with people, yes. to go home. Yes. All the all the things we've done to cure this problem. Right. But there's still people upset. Yeah. You know, how so are you guys making money. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's <laughs> a know, lot of people that you're paying that. Yeah, I mean, so old not school. Anything out of you know? I remember AT and T was one of them. They were a great job, but you couldn't miss any time in the first six months, right? You know, or you, oh. or you were just canned. Let me tell you, like my wife's corporate job, they keep track of the points. And yeah. if you have too many points, you may not work there anymore. That's right? just how it goes. Right? We don't it's keep just... track of points. We keep track of days, but we are so lenient. We are so lenient mm-hmm. with unpaid time off, with. The emergencies with, you know, whatever it is. We, we understand we are still a family-ran operation. And when somebody has a family problem or a health problem or whatever, we, we try to be understanding. But it's, it works both ways, you know. And to not even be in a situation and throw a stink about it, like, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Must have struck a chord. Sure did. <laughs> Glad you guys weren't out there. You would have been like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next on the list here. Coleman wants to make sure your tailgate's locked and cammed over before later. <laughs> Thanks, Coleman. Appreciate that, bud. Good advice. Yep. Everybody else out there shoveling the, yesterday. Yep. If you don't understand what it means to be cammed over, <clears throat> come find uh, myself, Super Dave, JR, Kendrick, Scooby, Casey, the brothers, Ron Bugler, right? Col- yep. Coleman, he could tell you what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a, any of the trainers. You know, <clears throat> any so of the trainers. People. Yeah. But what I find interesting, have you noticed, I've never, I've never gone to clean up a spill other than a core spill. Like, we don't have, like, well, why is it always cores? Because that's, <laughs> you're, usually the material is not that high up on a tailgate other than with cores. Cores, you've got oh. a lot of material on that tailgate. That yeah. makes sense. You, you've yeah. never been to over to the Frito-Lay, have you? I have not. Yeah. Well, that's uh, another. Those trailers are full. But yeah. that's a great. You, that is 10 times harder to shovel than grain. That's yeah. a great point, no, Ron. I didn't think about it. The material is typically not on the tailgate the yeah. way it is on the Yeah, corner. I mean, we've had some tailgate problems, and you're able to load and keep it off the gate. Right. And still get 25 tons on Right. Great yeah. point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Ron, you're so smart. <laughs> I try. Thanks for being here, That's bro. what I'm here for. Oh. <laughs> Uh, SD, you want to talk about fluff? Sure. So uh, we're we're doing this haul um, out of uh, all recycling, I believe. Um, it's called fluff, and what they do is they recycle cars. Uh, they grind up all the metal. They grind up the whole car, and then they use a magnet to remove the metal. And what's left is the seats and the dashboard and all this Headliners stuff that rugs. they call fluff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're hauling that fluff, um, and we've had a couple of instances where it has come out from under the liner or around the doghouse or under the Z-strip and uh, come into the concrete rock or sand that we're hauling. So anybody that is on that fluff haul, um, be extra careful to um, use that little pry bar that we give you in your tool bags to reach underneath that liner to um, try to get it out from underneath so it won't fall out onto the material. Um, so just be super careful. I think the grain is another situation where that can happen. Yeah, just like it, Because Dave, yeah. it packs underneath the Z-strip or packs around the doghouse. But you think it's not going to go anywhere, but it does. Yeah, I, I, what's in that Z-strip is so flipping minimal. It is so minimal. What was in that pile was left in that trailer. Mm. It wasn't what came from under that Z-strip. It wasn't what was packed around the dog. I'm on the high road here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the here's the facts, bud. You know what I mean? It wasn't what we pried out of the Z-strip because what's in the Z-strip is stuck in the Z-strip. Let's face it, right? What came out on top of that pile was in the end. it it, it, It was laying in the nose when we loaded. So yeah, what usually comes out of the Z strips, you can see it when it's dumping. Like I've done it with grain, yeah, and you can see it's a line exactly that comes out on, onto the right? pile, yeah. But anything on top of it at the at the end of your dump is not what you loaded on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use a scraper. I have a scraper in my truck and a, a wire brush, and I get the scraper underneath the Z rail, and the wire brush comes right behind it to. Well, get all the very good. Yeah, because I I, I wanted to to mention, Dave, and I know you said it too, is and the pry bar is you don't pry that Z strip up and out. Mm, I mean, you 
you yeah, because everybody move it. You, you release you, the pressure. Yeah, so you can yeah. Use you your don't. To tap you don't bend out. it. You know. Yeah. And you can, a lot of times you can walk down through there with your hammer, but you don't beat the shit out of the Z strip. You just you hit the Z strip. So it vibrates and stuff falls out. You don't. Yeah. It, the, neither one of those tools are meant to tear anything up. Just as a, just as a reminder. You just yeah. need to release the pressure so yeah, the rocks Dave, will fall. Yeah, out. absolutely. Yeah, you can kick what? right underneath, like on the liner, right underneath yeah. the Z strip, and stuff. Yeah, well, falls out. Thing yeah, that yeah, I exactly do know wrong. for sure: if you don't clean those out regularly, more rock will stick underneath it, like yeah. three quarter rock, or I mean, the more you leave under there, the larger the gap between the liner and the z-strip is going to get it's going to grow yep and if yep. you continually remove that material whether it's sand or grain or rock or anything you're hauling it the pressure of your loads will end up bending that back in and that that space will reduce itself and i mean it's kind of like preventative maintenance but it's actually um I don't know, a means to an end. You want your Z-strip to get closer to your liner, clean it out, and it will it will actually yeah. become yeah, all that, better. All why that is there a gap at all? It yeah. lo- locks your liner eventually, and it doesn't. That's what creates that wrinkle is the liner won't move up and yes. down the, the oh, Z-strips. That's, that's okay. very yeah. true. If yeah, they put, when they put the liners in, why are, is the Z-strip already tight against the liner? Why is there a gap to begin with, like? If it, if it doesn't have the fold in it, it's to allow the liner to move, Ron. Okay. But oh, if it has the, I mean, it should, the reason we call it a Z-strip is it's shaped in a Z, so the flat part should be against the aluminum. Then there should be a small piece that hangs over, you know, or a small gap that hangs over. But if you also notice, Ron, is the Z-strip is one size, and we go from half inch to three-eighths, mm-hmm. Dave. So there's, you know, it's got to make it over the half inch in the back, and then there's probably a bigger gap in front when we're just over the three eighths part of the liner. Yeah. So there always there always will be a little bit of a gap. Okay. Yeah, I was told one time uh, by someone to like get all the rocks out of there and get your four four by four and a sledge and just bang that right up against the liner. Oh God, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just leave it so it so it moves. Who told you that? Uh, he's not here anymore. I don't catch any names. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we have a new program coming up called the Wellness Warriors. Long story short, we're doing a six-week wellness challenge. It is called Coast to Coast. This has all been organized by Joanne and uh, our insurance, so this can be done alone, but it's encouraged to do in a group. Registration will begin July 17th, and the challenge starts August 7th, ending on September 10th. When registering, this is important, the first 20 people will win a Fitbit to track their progress. Weekly top earners will receive a cash cash reward card. The team that earns the most points tops the leaderboard, and all in the team will receive a $50 cash card. You will have to download an app and be able to travel coast to coast. Each day you will visit a new attraction earning points and road signs as you record your physical activity plus expressing gratitude. There will be a daily trivia question for bonus points, and you could also collect bumper stickers to commemorate your visit. There is also a Thrive Thursday challenge each week to earn extra points. There is a blog that you can show everyone what you've done, give shout-outs, or receive help if needed. We'll be sending flyers out. The groups can be three to five. We're doing this to help create teamwork and togetherness, as well as creating healthy habits 
to continue after this challenge is over. Together we can do this, and together we are better. All right, Joanne, thanks for putting nice. that together. Yeah, sounds like a blast. And a little short notice on the, on the registration, but... You know, that, like you said, you can win some stuff if you're the first 20 people to, to sign up for it. Yep. And then, the, you know, the challenge starts August 7th. I, I'm going to try to do it as much as I can. It'll be, it'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. Brother Dave? What's that? You signing up? Soup? <laughs> <laughs> you going to sign up for that? I know Scooby is because his, his main thing is uh, no pain, no pain. No pain, no pain. <laughs> yep. Uh, all pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah. So if it doesn't start till August, but we have to be signed up by Monday? Yeah. It, it, well, it starts Monday. It starts Monday. If you want a free Fitbit, if you want a free Fitbit, you want to be the first 20 on Monday. Ah, yeah. Okay. You, can, you can start, you can join clear up to August 7th. Dave. Okay. And then that's when the challenge, that's the reason we decided to yeah. try to talk about it. Just yeah, everybody. just so people have a, be able to get that free Fitbit. Yeah. 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 I signed up yesterday to get a Fitbit. Oh, wow. Oh, I, Oh, wow. You can't. <laughs> July 17th, Monday. Yep. Let's see here. Well, I think we're... Does anybody have anything else in the discussion, or we want to move on to our very special Yeah, let's... Special let's, guest. Ron's put a lot of stuff already in the podcast. Yes. So let's, let's, he's been, let's a, he's been a great asset. So, Ron, you are into trucks, bikes, hockey, bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what else are you into, Ron? What do you do on your time off? Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I go, I like to ride bikes. I like to go, um, Ray got me into hockey. So I've been doing that. Ray traded all those pads in for a set of golf clubs, I guess. So now. Did he really? <laughs> it's, it's hard work. It's really hard. So you're playing without them now? No, no. I, I still have them. I just uh -huh. haven't gone in like a week or two. Okay. Mm -hmm. But where does golfing come in? I was going to trade all my pads in. Oh, you stop were going to. Stop hockey, go gotcha. golfing. So all my stories like Brother Jim will start with. Well, I was on the golf course last weekend with a couple <laughs> friends. <laughs> does, uh, does Ray get physical with you on the ice? No, not yet. He doesn't right. dare. We're the same size. Gotcha. <laughs> and we're both the same. Well, he's a little better skater, but I might have a few pounds on him, though. Well, that's really good for together and wellness. You guys, <laughs> yeah. are, you guys should be teammates on this because that would count. Yeah, you come up with like a cool name with ice or something like that. Right? Yeah, when you when you do that hockey, you are drenched after. And we're out there on the ice for an hour and a half. First, we do drills for the first hour, and then we scrimmage for the last half hour. Hmm. You know, and it's you get off the ice and you're just completely drenched, soaked through your shirt and your sweatpants, everything. Once you nice. take all your pads off, it's it's pretty bad. And the you get the spray stuff for the pads because they start stinking. You can't right. put them in the washer, so wow. yeah. Gotcha. It's it's so. Crazy. Are you in a league? You don't know. You have teams and you play. I'm I'm uh, on like a like a hockey like 101 class. Like uh, I'll we go and I'm learning to skate. I remember the first time. Uh, God, I, I haven't went out skated there. in like 40 years. Oh you know? man, I was on the ground like on the ice all the time. Like, and when you fall, everybody hits their sticks on the ground. I didn't know that until I, <laughs> I'm just standing there and uh, the guy's you? trying to talk and I just like, whoosh, Super ass Dave, over tea kettle. You look like, like a baby giraffe on skates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that very well. That's why I, I did the skiing thing instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> huh. oh, it's pretty fun though. It, it's, it's a workout though. That sounds like a good time. I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, uh, I know you got a side business too. You do uh, painting. Yep, we we got a couple things going. Um, I paint um, 
Miss Kiana's uh, grandfather has a property management company, and they got like 300, 400 properties oh, wow. all throughout Denver. Um, and every time like a renter gives notice, they go in and check if it needs paint. I get the bid and gotcha. Nice. Um, you doing Ray? Ray's my. Uh, he's one of my painters. Nice. And a couple other people I know. Um, somebody's kid, I think, going to start working for me here too. Somebody's kid. Yeah, that's another driver. He was, I was talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> Little Gilly. Yeah, he, his three-year-old. He has a son that um, he's going to start painting for me, too, and um, just people that need extra money. I always try to help, especially if I have two or three jobs going at the same time. I can't sure. do it all myself. Ron, if I ever need extra money and I approach you for a paint job, tell me no, because... I'm the worst painter. I'll get you trained up. Okay, Don't worry about that, it. That's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. cool. You guys use spray or all brushes or what? I, I spray some jobs. It depends. You know, I, I don't like taping stuff off mm. a lot, but um, like I'll spray like popcorn ceilings for sure. Right. Um, but then, uh, and then if they're taking all the carpet and replacing the floors, I'll do all the baseboards too. Okay. And, Very and cool, then, man. Yeah. So, Ron, you're actually a, a four-year guy here. Yep. Uh, you're always engaged on the social media. Anytime JFW posts something, you share it. Um, you share this podcast, other posts. Why do you love JFW so much? I I think they're doing something special here. Like it's, I've been driving since '99, and I haven't been at a company like this where they really care about you they care about your family they care about you know your time off you know what i mean like um i know some people might complain about them not giving enough notice but blackout dates you knew you had court for like more than <laughs> four days or whatever you know so, right you knew you were having yeah. surgery for a month yeah there's a there's a <laughs> they communication usually schedule problem. those things last minute don't yeah. they yeah yeah, yeah. well <laughs> anyway. it's kind of like a fight. <laughs> back on yeah. the high road yeah well um i just i love it here the the way they take care of their equipment um the way the owners are here every morning at 5 a.m right. watching you roll through the yard making sure you're not speeding watching you sure move <laughs> yeah <laughs> make sure there's no flat tires or <laughs> fuel tanks aren't hanging off yeah yeah i absolutely. love it uh you're definitely a go-to guy i know a lot of times because i sit up in the dispatch office dispatch will be in a little bit of a jam and give ron bugler a call uh, I know you're filling on cores a lot, night cores, which got to be hard going from a day shift to a night shift. You know, thank you for all that. Is there anything that you tell dispatch you won't do? Nope. Uh, especially now. I mean, listen to the podcast, how they talk about, oh, we don't tell our customers no. Well, GFW is my customer. You know what mm. I mean? So oh, I love that. We'll not say no to anything unless, you know, if... I've already got plans to go, you know, like sure. I got my time off to go to Sturgis and right. Linda's like, Oh, well, uh, Charlie and Jason are going to be at Sturgis too. You know, I've already right. <laughs> within reason. Yeah. You're not going to rearrange yeah. your whole life and time. Exactly. Off with, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I'll do like tours permanently at night. I don't mind filling in though. And the guys, guys need are out. days off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I would be able to do that permanently. Either, <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. Yeah, we kind of got to give a shout out to all those guys. Um, I just read that email yesterday. Charlie and Jason have a little bit of an overlapping vacation time coming yeah. up. And we had three different guys. And you always volunteer, Ron. But yeah. um, I I mean, I couldn't do that. That's so Greg Wise. I mean, you'd find me sleeping under the can with 
50,000 pounds of <laughs> grain <laughs> poured all over. <laughs> Dave, you are a bit like routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my hat's off to you, Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look up who else is covering. Uh, those guys don't actually overlap. They just stop and start like the next day. Like one guy's, yeah, it's like. Like we one have guy, to cover it for two weeks though, Jim. Basically. One guy, we got to cover yeah. one guy for two weeks. Yeah. Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. So, I know okay. Greg Wise is one of them. And uh, the third one is, I uh, can't remember. I don't remember him. <laughs> <laughs> the third guy. Now yeah. I got to look. How does Oswaldo spell that? Err. <laughs> They've got a nickname though. <laughs> you guys could talk about something for a second here. I want to oh, make I sure. like the awkward silence. <laughs> uh, Dead air. Uh, so you're going to Sturgis, Ron? Yeah, for the last couple of days, um Kiana's uncle was like, Oh, I want to go and I'm, I've never been. Yeah. And I just got the bike, so um I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. See nice. what it's what like. What kind of bike do you have? Uh, it's a 2017 uh, Dyna Street Bob. Very yeah. cool. Uh, Ray Ray made me buy it. Ray made you buy it. Yeah. We went up to um, Spec Ag uh, a couple years ago, and we're like, "Oh, you want to go look at Harley's?" I'm like, "All right." So we drove. Once we got loaded, we went over to Avalanche Harley right next door, and yeah. we're looking around. And Ray seen this bike, and he's like, "Oh, you got to get this one. This is." man, this is the last year they made the Dyna. They're going to this can go up in value. And I'm like, I don't want to lose money on this. Let's do it, you know? And so I started signing the paperwork up, and um, I bought it on Kiana's birthday. She hates that bike. Uh, <laughs> so it was not, you know, I, I, I didn't realize that's what it was, but oh, it only had 1,300 miles on it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Uh, Ray's like, funny. you're not going to find another one like this. I'm like, okay. Uh. So, so are you going to ride up there? Or are you going to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, good. Yeah, it's only six, six and a half hours. Um, I, I just know yeah, there's like some going. people. That's the that's the question, right? Like, yeah. like you're a true guy if you yeah, ride, ride up there. Ride or yeah. die. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I I met a couple of people um, at a couple of the bars I like to go to, and um, they're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna trailer the bike and go up there because Harley sends all their um, uh, stuff to um, up to Sturgis, their clearance stuff. Mm. They buy so much stuff, they don't have room on their bikes to put it all. So That makes sense. I'm a fly and just rent a bike when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some, some Honda. Rent a bike. <laughs> some Honda. Yeah. Yep. Well, I can't find that email, but we appreciate everybody jumping in. There's a new Harley in the parking lot down here next to the gate. I think that's it? Ghost. Yeah, the that's black a, one. Yeah, that's a nice bike. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful. Yeah. bike. I'm talking about the little midget one. Oh, that's that's Grant's. <laughs> God bless him. Uh, he, uh, I was training him, and um, who, who did you say? Grant. Grant. Gotcha. Have, have you yeah. seen the bike, Dave? Yeah, I, it's yeah. like a it's like a pit bike. Yeah, it's, right? it's, like, it's adorable. Yeah, it's adorable. That is a great description. <laughs> yes, that's, that's just hearing that. Yeah. Is that the one that got stolen? And no, no, that's that's a new one. Oh, okay. He had yeah. one that got stolen off his uh, bike. He lives um, kind of downtown, uh, Capitol Hill area. Yeah. Shocker. And he had it on the back of his truck 
on like in the hitch, like a yeah. like a little platform. They took the whole hitch and everything uh, off there, and he was he was angry. He was mad about that. I bet. Yeah. But Nobody he bought that little thing, and uh, Ray wants us to get those. He's like, oh, we should get a couple of those little groms and just practice our wheelies and stuff. Groms, and I'm like, that's oh. what they're called. They're How yeah. do you it's even funny fold yourself up small enough to fit on that? That's thing. what I told him. I said, we're a little big for that, yeah. Ray. I don't think we. Yeah. You know what? You I was you look good on a grom. I wasn't going to say this. <laughs> I wasn't going to say this, but I asked Dustin Romero. I was like, you got any questions for Ron tomorrow? And he's like, why does he ride such a little Harley? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Because <laughs> I, I like, like the bigger ones. And Ray's like, no, this is the one. You need to get this one. I'm like, it looks a little small. And I'm, he's like, no, uh, it's only 630 pounds, but it's like a 1,690cc oh, wow. bike. So Ooh, it's it goes. the weight to power ratio is Jeez. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm comfortable on it now. I, I haven't tried any wheelies yet, but. Hmm. Sounds fast. Save that for Sturgis. I watch the videos. Yeah. I'm <laughs> learning on YouTube how to do it. <laughs> well, you should start on one wheel and end on one wheel. Yeah. I like wow. keeping both wheels on the ground or I fall. Yeah. <laughs> so. Some fall with both wheels on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron, uh, being a go-to guy, I know you probably do a lot of different things every day. You're probably not really hardwired or anything. Do you ever complain about your dispatch? Nope, never have. Um, I remember when I first started here, I got myself established, and then I would go every day. I would be in that office down there saying hi and making myself known, and then I would ask for things I wanted. Like when Fair Plays started going, I really liked doing Fair Plays. That's back when I was getting here at four o'clock in the morning oh, those days are over yeah it's <laughs> been a minute <laughs> i was here at four this morning though yeah thank you um so i would ask them what you know if i could they had a chance could i just do fair play so i like to get up early and i could be out of town and but now i don't ask or don't complain about anything i know there's some runs that people don't like to do and i think they spread those out with everybody so sure. when it's your turn to take a bite of the shit sandwich you take your bite and go there you go yep. now you were over at uh yard 23 for a bit were you at the west yard when we had the west i was yard? at the west yard and then yeah migrated over yard 23 and now you're back at the main yard what's yep. it like coming back over here it's good seeing everybody again yeah. like at the fuel island and everything nice. um you know it I like it. I like seeing everybody again. That's good. We like seeing everybody, too. Yeah. There's a few guys that come over here from the West Yard, and they're just, like, overwhelmed. They're mm. like, wow, there's just so much going on here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. many supervisors. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, there's yeah. just, yeah, it's just like a Grand Central Station compared to, yeah. you know, the Prairie or something like that. <clears throat> uh, as far as training, are you still training for JFW? No, it goes back to my start times of... Uh, yeah. dwindled a little bit i think that's yeah. why um they stopped asking me because i and it all started when we bought that house and i started working on it and i was up till like 11 o'clock because we did a lot of work to it and, uh. and then i just started coming in a little bit later and i started getting in trouble for being late and then um <laughs> and then i just never got back to the 4 a.m start time again right. so <laughs> i love your honesty man yeah. you know ray awesome. you just finished training grant his name is ron yeah by <laughs> the way. Well, well, here, sorry here's the thing with grant grant i referred to it was here, a nickname and i asked you on in his case because i have a i have a 
I have a dog in this fight. I want him to make his 90 days at least so I can get my uh, two <laughs> grand. <you know? laughs> so, I'll motive. Yeah, let me, let me train this guy and make sure he... Yeah. Huh. Ron, what's your favorite line in the Creed and how does your life exemplify it? Mine is the... Um, we joyfully... Together we joyfully create... Uh, honest value honest. for those we serve. Number three. Mm-hmm. Very is, good. You did remember. Yeah. Huh. I'm a big on truth and and people not being fake and lying. And, yeah. and the honest value part really kind of speaks to me. I could testify for that. Ron called me two days ago or texted me and I never got back to him. And he was like, I need to tell him myself about something. And I'm like, <laughs> Please don't. Just yeah. had a guilty conscience. <laughs> I thought you were going to go. Yes, for Friday off. I got to tell you the truth. I need Friday off. <laughs> oh man, it was funny because I sent out that paycom announcement, and it was like thirty minutes later, somebody called me. Hey Jam, I'm trying to request this day off, and it won't let me. <laughs> and then, then he saw the announcement later. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. Oh. Uh, yeah, Ron, I think you are very honest and. Yeah, you're a stand-up guy. What kind of changes would you like to see amongst the fleet? By the way, I looked up the word amongst because I wrote amongst. I'm like, why did I write amongst instead of among? Amongst is more like European and uh, among is more American. I went with amongst. But you went with amongst. Yep. What kind of changes would you like to see amongst the fleet? Um, I think we've been doing good lately, but staying out of the left lane on 85... Mm. is kind of a pet peeve of mine when and i get passing somebody that's going slow or whatever get back over like when you see them in the left lane light to light to light when there's room to get over Mm. it i don't say anything about it because i'm not that guy but on the inside i'm like get the hell over man like what are you doing like i i seen um jack 002 yesterday Uh and this is why i don't talk tell people to get over because we were going through Bromley and he's out in the left lane and I was in the right lane and nobody's to his right or anything I'm like why don't you I'm I'm thinking about I didn't know it was Jack though at the time and I was like should I say something and then he took a left at that Johnson dog (laughs) (laughs) so glad that I didn't say anything especially it was Jack I was like oh well okay if he's going to turn there I understand why you're in the left lane now so I'm glad you finished like that Ron because I'm like okay you don't want to call a guy out on the radio but you're calling him out on the podcast (laughs) oh no 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 he no if he was in the left lane the whole time and stayed straight I wouldn't have mentioned the truck number (laughs) I'll call I'll call Jack Oquendo Mejia out on the podcast yeah I can never remember his last name there's a lot going on there I didn't need to be in that left lane to make a left turn you do you do funny that's funny well since you're so concerned about things like that what's your what's your safety score do you know it now here's the thing um (laughs) to be honest (laughs) yeah i uh i'm at 87 right now which is really good for me so that's good um you are three points away from being in the green you should make that a priority it i well i've just started trying on that score i used to not like i'm like ah because i fly around everywhere like my foot's on the floor which is probably not safe but it's productive 
<laughs> so, and I know I'm not getting like two runs extra a day, can, but can I'm. You, can you get a beep button? Like, you know, I'm flying around, you know, it's productive, but it's not beep. I do it safely, I think. Um, so, like, my points would always be like 15 down for speed, you know what I mean? And, sure. But now I'm Ron, starting is to, it, it must be speed that's 10 over because five over yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. So it must be yeah, yeah. between the five to it's, ten. Yeah, or is it over slow 10? down. It could get. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> Me and Sam Sara camera be talking to each other the whole day. Like, right. please slow down. I'm like, ah. Oh. So, but now does the camera ever tell you she likes your eyes or anything like that? Or not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we haven't uh, we haven't exchanged pleasantries like that. <laughs> oh man, when is that coming? Yeah. It would be nice. Huh? Hey, <laughs> nice. Imagine Everybody. opening up the door and sitting down in the seat and the camera going, "Good morning, Ron. How are you?" <laughs> Or imagine you do something good and the, the camera's just like, wow, that was a really nice job. Man, yeah. wouldn't right. that be cool? Yeah, right. a little bit more motivation right. to yeah. hear stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love your hat, but slow the down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. for now we'll just get JR to call me and be like, hey, good job today. <laughs> <laughs> right? On yeah. your speed. Hey, you got to make the voice sound like Hal <laughs> from the movie. <laughs> right. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaky <laughs> that was freaky because that was too close right <laughs> good morning dave oh man ron did you bring anything to the podcast you want to discuss um do i want to just oh well here's one thing that gets me and i've told a couple people about this before i mentioned it yesterday but there's a lot of traffic on the radio in the mornings and in the afternoons mm. And everybody's like, in the morning, truck going out the south gate. Everybody is going out the south <laughs> gate in the morning. The only time I think you should have to announce when you're going is when you're in the morning. If you're going in the south gate, you should announce. Agreed. And in the afternoon, if you're going out, you should announce. So you it's okay when I do it. When, when I'm headed yeah, out because you're going out in the afternoon when everybody's coming in. Mm-hmm. So okay. basically, is coming in. You don't need to say truck coming in the south gate in the afternoon. So basically, everybody. the opposite of what the majority does right now. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the only person because when you're going out in the morning, everybody's oh truck going out the south gate. The only people that would benefit from that information are in their four wheelers and Without don't have radio, a company right? radio. Yeah. And why do we have I to? benefit from it cuz I have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you're right. here before most of everybody is coming out anyway, so mm. I think sometimes there's a few guys, but yeah. it, it's yeah. funny, Ron, you bring that up and I I've wanted to, you know, say something about it, but you just let it slide because I like the guy that's, you know, 415 or 420. Going out the south gate. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. at least nobody's going to be yeah. in his way. 345, backing out of the wash, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you back on up, yeah. buddy. Yeah. There's, not, yeah. there's not another truck running in the whole yard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm backing out right. of the wash, right. man. Yeah. yeah. When I wash my truck on Sundays after I work, I'm going to start announcing that. <laughs> washing out, coming out of the back, the wash, bay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Communi- that, communication is key, though, Ron. That's what you. That's what we I, try to go after, right? I get that. I get that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, communicate at the right time. <laughs> if you're coming in in the morning, when everybody's going out, communicate that. Yep. Absolutely. You'll have to communicate. So shall I give you a holler? Hey, Ron, I'm backing out of the. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, now after saying that, I might get a lot of. Um, I'm going to text him yeah. when I leave yeah. the house. Backing out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> 
all that'd be of, nice. All I could get out of bed at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I was almost late today. <laughs> Dave woke me up. I'm on my way. Yeah. Yeah. Logging out of Paycom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see though, Ron, how many people listen to it and, and, and how we, yeah. how they all, how they all take it. Yeah. Cause okay. it's kind of like what, what you just said. It's kind of like announcing the blackout dates. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's some common sense with that, you know, mm-hmm. but there is some common sense, not announcing that, you're going the same direction everybody's going at that time. So, yeah. Funny. All right, let's move on to questions from the audience. This is a really good question from a really... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) This is is a question for me. Uh, What is the JFW leadership team lacking, and where do you think we can improve as leaders? And that's for Jim and Dave. Oh, I thought that was for everybody in the pot listening to the podcast. No, I want to know what you guys think. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) But why can't I request it? Why is Paycom telling me it's blacked out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I think, I don't think there's a, there's a lacking in leadership, Jam, because lacking is, is the the leadership team to me not doing their job. Mm -hmm. And I think we have, you know, even at the golf tournament the other day, we were talking about. They, they talked about the trucks being clean and, you know, like Raleigh Cullen and stuff like that. I think we have amazing people and it's taken us years to get to that point. I think the everybody on the leadership team serves at a certain point on what they're good at. But that's when, and it's, it's not lacking, it's where the improvement is. I think a lot of the leadership team, you know, including myself as a leader, you get honed on doing what you're doing. Mm. And nobody concentrates on outside that. Their path isn't any wider than that. And, you know, as, as improvement, again, not improvement, but helpful for everybody to not just look in their lane, mm. to look outside their lane, I think would be helpful for everything, you know. And, and that, would be, that would be an improvement, but not an improvement over what, what's being done because we're doing a great job now jam understood just get more of a big picture yeah yeah and i and i think the i think as leaders when you get to a certain role as a leader there's not like this question jam you have to internally ask yourself that because we don't me and dave don't have leaders right so you know we can look at okay what do what do the the employees need what does brandon need what you know, we have to take that and look, you know, what's the, what's the trucks need and stuff like that. So I think as a, as an, when you get up high enough as a leader, you have to self-reflect in that bigger lane. Okay, what can I do to, you know, help JFW? And I think personally, I think we've done a really good job on our internal customers. So, so on our external company co- customers but how are we going to lead JFW to the next step? Mm. I don't think there's a vision of that creating the next step in, in some of our leaders. But we're also really confined. Everybody's doing their job. Right. You know, and that's, that's, a, that's a tough thing. I mean, you know, but <laughs> just, just you dealing with the, the blacked out <laughs> days, where do you have time to be a visionary? Right. So, so just just and as a point, that rolls back to my point earlier of the energy that we spend mm-hmm. on some of the things takes away from energy we could be putting into some of the newer things. But absolutely, yeah. Jim. I mean, Jim's point on <clears throat> on you're stuck in your lane or we're in our lanes 
everybody is busy and they're focused on that lane. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it two weeks ago and everybody sent in all these ideas on mud flaps. Nothing happened. Right. Nobody jumped up and was like, hey, we have three votes for this. We have 12 votes for this. I think this is the best. Here's a plan I wrote. Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. I mean, it's just in one ear and out the other, right? Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, that's, I, I think that's due because everybody has their mission, right? And to a degree, we run from fire to fire somewhat. Not all the time, but yesterday our, our, our lanes were interrupted by a fire. You know, five of you guys had to run up to Coors. Yeah. That took two hours out of your day, right? So, I mean, there's 10 hours for five guys. Right. That, that 10 hours that mm-hmm. maybe somebody could have got together and wrote a plan for what we're going to do on mud flaps. Right. Right. And that's just, just, that's just an example. Sure. Absolutely. Good answer guys. Appreciate that. Next Ricardo Cordova. And we kind of started talking about this, but hmm. what do you think about RFK junior? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I just want to mention though. So everybody knows that's Robert Kennedy junior. That's Robert's not anything to do with John's son obviously because mm-hmm. he's a junior and a little bit of different you know john and robert kennedy the originals i mean they're all kennedys but just so everybody knows who who rfk is because right. you th- i looked at it first and i'm like well did they mean jfk uh, <laughs> right so yeah yeah I, I mean just a quick so it's nephew that's yes. john's nephew yeah, yes yes john's nephew is is how i would take it yeah i, I think uh you know, the little bit I know about him, Jam, and the, and the stuff is obviously he's not a Republican, he's a Democrat, but he's also stirring the Democratic pot on his views and stuff. He's an anti-vaxxer. Um, you know, he, he thinks during COVID, our, our whatever it is where we were all separated, you know, stay at home, some of those orders were a little crazy. And I know the, the mainstream media has labeled him as the most hated candidate because mm. usually mainstream media is really for the Democratic par- Party in, in my book because they they turn the story to, to their views and he's really challenged that and right. he's not very popular. Yeah, even know. his family won't back him up. Exactly. Right. So hmm. I don't know if he stands a, a chance to get on the Democratic ticket because of his views. You know, is he a he- guy I think... We should probably look at. I, I don't know, but when you mention anti-vaxer, you know, all sorts of things pop in my mind. We've got some vaccines that have saved uh, whatever millions of lives, but is COVID one of those? I, I I don't I don't know. You know, there's a lot of lot of deal. I, I would rather have I'd rather have a guy that you could or a woman doesn't matter to me. Somebody you can talk about with the issues understands both sides and let's pick a path that's not challenged or, or directed by big business or my my politic my my governmental gains it's what's best for the nation that just that just doesn't seem to happen so my my take on that on that person so. gotcha Ron, you have any questions? Does anybody else want to chime in on RFK? I didn't know who he was so yesterday. I looked it up. I just saw his family doesn't like him, and I'm like, oh, and he's a Democrat. I'm done. <laughs> right? Out. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I've I've listened, Jam. It was more just to listen to this right. piece. Dave actually knew that uh, brother yeah, Dave actually knew that he has uh, a problem with his voice. You know, I, you, you that's knew. all I knew about the guy. Yeah. I mean, that is the only thing I knew about yeah. him. I, you yeah. know, 
So so he's hard it, time to stand, just like the current. It's really weird here country. because I pulled it up and it's like press RFK Jr.'s presidential run brings shame to family name, and mm -hmm. it's it's really weird because you're sitting here talking about how he's a Democrat, and it says U.S. 2024 presidential hopeful Robert Kennedy Jr., Republican, speaks during an address to the New Hampshire Senate, and yet. The next sentence says, Today's Republican and Democratic parties are both beleaguered by purveyors of wild conspiracy theories. The Republican Party is stuck with Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican. The Democratic Party is saddled with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So yeah, what the hell are they talking about? I don't know, because uh, he's running on the Democratic ticket against right? uh, Joe. Biden. Yeah, hmm. Biden, yeah. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Which they're not running. Yeah, yeah, but I mean they're not going to have a primary for him, to the best of my knowledge. But he's the best to defeat him somehow. Gotcha on that, on that ticket. I don't know how that works. He's challenging the president. Yeah, basically. yeah. Good for him for that doing that. Shouldn't be Maybe. much of a challenge. Yeah. No, didn't think so. Especially if they go upstairs. <laughs> I just saw. <laughs> I just. I just. I just saw uh, a video clip of him. It was. It was actually some other representatives like. You know, he calls one of the other politicians out and says, how would you describe America? And the guy says home. And he's like, okay, so home, that's a good description. <clears throat> you use one word to describe America. So then he plays this clip of Joe Biden <laughs> describing America. And he's like, we could describe America with one word. And he like mumbles like <laughs> <laughs> he mumbles Stuttered. like ten uh, words, yeah, you know. And he's like, it was, it was just yeah, it was bad. Well, I so. think we've all been sandbagged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. All right, Ron. Did you have any questions for the brothers? I do have one. Like, it was weird because you were just mentioning like GFW's vision, and us kind of. I'm wondering because you guys are doing a lot to me. It, amazing things like with your company is this are you where you thought you would be now like or um could get to or are you behind like your goals are they uh, let me how do i rephrase this i should have written it down but like i want to know if you guys um expected to get this big or successful or do you wish you were bigger by now or like I, it's funny ron because we get i'm not sure if your real question is our size and we get I that size he's, he's question asking, did you have a plan well you know, like or in, have we in, met in, our goals your, yeah yeah I, your vision of of what the company is today like are you sure Sure. On track or sure. behind or... But a lot of people relate it to size. Like, yeah. did you think you'd get to this size? And, I, you know, I just talked to... I don't know how many people still remember Sweetman. I just talked to... I call him J3, but not he's, Jim Sweetman, not Jimmy Sweetman, but Jimmy Sweetman, <laughs> yeah. right? The, the last one alive, right? And uh, he's 44. I just talked to him yesterday, and he asked how many trucks we had, and I told him, and he was like, oh, my God. He's like, I can't believe that, and... I don't think to Jim and I that even really matters, Ron, because it's it's not the number of trucks. It's it's the perfection of it, right? Mm -hmm. We want it to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's two or two hundred. It's it's the process. You know, it's we want to get a phone call from people like Raleigh Purifoy every day. Yeah. That everything we did was perfect. You know, and and 
I, you can call it controlling or however you want to call it. But, you know, like this morning, we had a driver drive out of the driveway. And I mean, Ron, you've worked here for four years every single stinking day. Mm-hmm. We yell at somebody for going out the driveway too damn fast. I heard it this morning on the at radio. At what yeah. point <laughs> is that going to sink in that, A, you're not going to go out the driveway too fast. B, you're going to have your damn radio on. Mm-hmm. C, you're going to answer or it's just not going to happen. And those are the things that like get frustrating for me. They're, they're the, the ultimate grind, right, of, of how did we not push the point this is how you exit our facility or any facility for that matter, right? Yeah. But especially if you're going to be sitting here with the owners watching you leave, <laughs> yes. shouldn't you be on your best behavior? But to get back to your question, Ron, with goals, and I, I can't answer this for Jim, but it, it, it sounds kind of stupid, and I don't remember the specific details of it, but Matthew McConaughey won an award. I don't even remember what award it was. And, you know, he said he, he looked back on himself, you know, or he he was he posed the question to himself, you know, where am I going to be in ten years? And then mm-hmm. he asked himself in ten years. Uh, for me, we're not there yet, right? Ten years ago, we weren't there yet. Five years ago, we weren't there yet. Today, we're not there yet. You know, I mean, our, our is that because we're still speeding out of the driveway, <laughs> or <laughs> is that the per- perfection yes. you're looking for? And we, is, and we still hit that's the a, gate post. That's a part of it, Ron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's a part of it. But I mean, there's also you know. Uh, financial strategies as far as the success that you know we can pass down to all the employees and uh equipment goals and you know our new facility and there Mm -hmm. is just so much going on you know that yeah i mean for me and i'm i'm i I don't want to answer for jim but for me we're not there i mean we're we're close we could potentially be there maybe in five years but yeah i mean it's it's close and i guess you know, it's not the destination, it's the journey. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what pushes me every day mm-hmm. is, man, I, I, I want this little piece better. I want this little piece better. And, yeah. You know, we've set back, I mean, just continuously, I, I feel like since the very first day I stepped foot in here, it's like, oh, this needs to be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, this needs to be better. Oh, we need, you know, and, and it could be as stupid as a shelf in the shop. Oh, this yeah. needs to be better. Oh, we need to stock these parts. Oh, we need to have these tires. Oh, we need to have these wheels. Oh, we need. Oh, we need to have the. Oh, we need. You know what I mean? And it's, it's all those little bitty pieces that. Oh, the yard needs to be paved. Oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just every little step that, I mean, from where it was when. And again, I'm using the I word here, right? Like being selfish, just because I don't want to put words in Jim's mouth. But that's how I feel. Is I've wanted all of those things, but it makes us better, right? Those are just things that I see, you know, and Jim and I get the get the joy of talking about it every day. It's not like yeah. not like we're doing my wishes, right? It's our wishes, mm-hmm. but those are the things, you know, that that for me are goals. Right? So so you yeah. you're you're like a perfectionist. You want a better, 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 but you do know that you're already the best, even though you're trying to better, better, better. I think this this company is still the best. You're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like it's this place is amazing. Like what you guys have done. You know, honestly though, Ron, think about it. Let's just say the Broncos won the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah. They want to win next year too, <laughs> and then they want to win the year after yeah. that too. So that's kind of the same thing. You know, we we always want to get better. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's think how I'm, you stay the best. 
Exactly. You, you try to. Yeah, I think that, I, I mean, I don't have to put words in Dave's mouth because I know he, and it's not offensive. That's the wrong description. But when you say we are the best, Ron, me and Dave don't believe that. That's not, that's not even close to what, what we want. And, you know, I think, you know, he, he, Dave's being polite here and, and saying, you know, he's not trying to put words in my mouth, but I think <laughs> part of our success as, as brothers and, and, you know, building this company is that our beliefs, you know, our, coal, our, our core goals were the same. You know, it's kind of like being yep. in, in a marriage with your spouse. If you don't have the same goals, it's pretty difficult mm-hmm. to get that way. You know, like raising children's. You know, if they can go children's, if you can, <laughs> children. If you can, if they can go and mom and dad you, mm-hmm. then that you, some place is going to be a failure. You yeah. know. So this when when Dave because he he did a great jo- job describing exactly my views is you know for example we started out in this. LTL Ford 9000 where the motor slanted and it vibrates and you know it's all heavy and it's steel and you know it doesn't look that good and all this other stuff and our goals you know we've continued to want to be better on the equipment Mm -hmm. you know have we done a fairly good job and been successful in doing those changes yeah yeah with lots of hard work from us from our people you know from our customers Things like that. I would have to say that our our equipment is cutting edge. You yeah. know, that's a goal. Nicely you know, specked out. You, guys. you know that that's a goal of yeah. what we wanted. But to have a hundred and two of them, no, that's not the goal. You know, that's just <laughs> that's what, never been the goal. Yeah, it's just what happened. Yeah. But luckily, we have a hundred and two of well specked out trucks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you know, same with the trailers. What what can we do to make the trailer? And and Dave's spot on, you know, can we put a shelf in? Can we, you know, people come visit here. How does the front of our building look? Yeah. You know, the our our this I mean, po- we just the, added the iPad to the fuel island. Yeah, the the Re- podcast. That was a goal to make ourselves bigger. Make ourselves be- better. better. Yeah, That's yeah, what bigger. I wanted to say. Yeah. Make ourselves better. Make ourselves bigger? No. Yeah. No. But if we can, if we can send this podcast out, and again, I know when when Mick did this with us, and, and the word better comes out wherever we talk, it's because if you make changes to little things and make those things better, mm-hmm. the bigger picture gets better. Yeah. And I don't think people realize that because we talk so much about the little things that we're not doing better. Mm-hmm. that it affects the whole outcome of our bigger selves. Yep. You know, taking pictures of the tickets, uh, cleaning a truck out, um, you know, putting the shopping cart away that I love to joke about. Making sure you your know, liner's clean. Making mm-hmm. sure your liner's clean, thumping your tires, you know, doing all that. Those are the tiniest things, but if you do them better, mm-hmm. the bigger part of everything, and, and, I, and I can tell you, if, if, you, if we want to take some credit for anything, it's that we've continued to concentrate on the little things making them better so that when you look at us as this bigger piece, it looks pretty successful. Yep. And, and again, that's, you know, that's not, up, not due to us. You know, that's due to everyone because we've tried to do it together mm-hmm. better. And I think what you may see from the outside looking in too, Ron, we look like a duck. We're all calm, cool, and collected on pretty smooth water, and we look like we're sailing right yeah. along. But underneath, we're paddling like a son of a gun, <laughs> yeah. right? 
But I mean, we've yeah. amassed this team of people to help us and help create JFW. You know, you got Dave bringing in the hiring. You got Jam running the PTO. You got Linda in dispatch. You got Mike in the shop. You got, you know, I mean, John at you know, night. And I mean, you got Amber doing the birthday stuff. And you the, got and Rich the in the wash bay. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we just, we've amassed these people that see all those little things, just like yourself, yeah. Ron. And we talk about every little link in the chain makes us better. You know, and it, it, it sounds so crazy, but like when you talk about it, the things we want better. Like I watched several trucks leaving this morning and they're, they're rock trailers, right? And those guys have to load in some pretty shitty spots, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes they just have to back yeah. in the suey over at plant two and, yeah. and it's deeper than their wheels, right? So all their wheels are trashed, but <laughs> sometimes they don't have to. Yeah. But they drive in there anyway, right? And, and I always think like, what if they had to wash the truck like we used to? And I bet next time they don't drive in there, they just back in far enough, they get loaded and off they yeah. go. So their wheels stay clean, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I see a, a dirty truck like that leaving and I'm thinking, God, it looks terrible. Instead of looking at the 80 that are clean, yeah. I see the seven that are dirty. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and that's terrible, but that's that helps us get better, if that makes sense. Yep. But I mean, we're just blessed to have, I mean, seriously, every... Every square inch of our team has winners in it, you know, from from every aspect. And I know, like Jim said, it's, I don't want to use the word complain, but I mean, we just had that guy leave out of the driveway this morning. And it's like, dude, what, what are you thinking? (laughs) You know, so. But we'd rather, we'd, you know, and it it might sound like we're mad at him or something like that, but we'd, we know if he'd slow up, he will be better. Yes. Yeah. And that's better for a person on the ground. That's better for the truck. It's better for him and his body. <laughs> you know, it is just <laughs> yeah. plain better than be, than beating himself up. And and you know, bottom line, safer. You know, because when you're better, you're safer. Yeah, that's that's all there is to it. So that's the things we want. And we don't want to we don't want to yell at the guy like slow the f down. We want we want to go. Hey, this is this is the reason. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the impact you just had on the front suspension on the truck. Yeah. Look at the impact you just bounced through the cab on when you're in control of it. You know, and those are things that I don't think they think of because they're no one's made them aware of it. Yeah. And yeah. they're right fo- there. They're in- focused on doing a job. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a lot of things. I from when I got here four years ago, I am a completely different driver than what I was when I got here. And I thought I was a good driver when I got here. I was like, <laughs> never had an accident. You know, I got a 1.5 million miles on me. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I got here, there's so many things I do differently now that make me better because of the way you guys harp on everything all the time. And it's the same thing over and over and over. But I get why I you do it. I love that as bad as it sounds wrong. No, no. It's <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah, right. and, and, the way you harp and, on things. harping. No. You know. Is there a European word for that? Yeah. <laughs> Is it harperness? Or <laughs> instead of amongst? Yeah. You know, but... but it's good though. It's I'm not I'm not trying to make it sound bad. Like it might yeah. have sounded bad, but it did make me better overall. Like when I used to train, I would let them know every mistake that I've ever made, just the way you guys do. And you don't call people out. You don't say truck numbers or names. You're letting them know they made a mistake. Here's what we don't want anybody else to make that same mistake. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Learn mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. And that's how I used to teach my people like here. This is the bin everybody hits. <laughs> I'm backing up to it, like, be really careful. And then I hit the bin, like, with Jasmine in the truck. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I uh, That was the only thing I've ever done. I didn't fold a fender. We were talking about it yesterday. It was like a little 
little scratch, but that was the one mistake I had. But I was. But, but Ron, I have to, to ask, how, how did you realize you hit it, though? Well, I was watching it. It was in the mirror. And it was the first load at 12 in the morning of the sand bin. And I'm backing up. And there's a shadow. The sun's back there in the shadow. And I didn't know the shadow was right where the wall was. And I, so I, but I barely touched it. But, but you're going slow. You're paying attention. I, exactly. Sure windows were down. Were down. Yeah, I was, whole, I was yeah, watching it. And, I guess uh, that's, the, that's back to the speed thing. That's yeah. the reason I'm kind of asking. This morning, you know, when we watched the one driver go out, you know, I, I still picture the scene in, in, in my head this morning because what bothered me so much about it is we had a truck just sitting on the corner mm-hmm. with his four ways on. Okay. And I think the driver was in, in dispatch here. So he was blocking the stop sign in the corner. Mm-hmm. We have the, the neighbor across the street that's replacing their concrete and stuff. Their construction people are straight across from our driveway. They got uh-huh. a tandem and stuff. So the space is really yeah. only a one car space or one truck out if you're totally straight. And the guy flew out, Oof. flew out. And that's the, that's the two pieces that you don't have time to think about mm-hmm. in that situation. And it could be our own drivers coming in. That, that caught that truck and yeah. it's that it's that situational awareness that we, we probably haven't mentioned for maybe an hour um, <laughs> yeah. that that you get caught up in that that we want people to realize because we've just like you're saying because we've had that problem mm-hmm. that's all it's funny yeah. coming in I didn't like the truck sitting there with the four ways me neither because you can't see that north entrance very well and the north entrance can't yeah. see the cars coming southbound yeah you know, I was just like, that's just a bad place but, to sit. But we had a truck race out, Jam. See, right. that's the difference. Yeah. You you recognize that, and I think a lot of people do it. That's all we want to do. And, and, and you know, we're sitting here talking about it, and, and all I can think about is how do we sound, Ron? We're, we're harping on it, and I know you just mentioned that. You know, and we're picking on this driver. We've mentioned this driver several times, and we're talking about that situation. But we also, which overshadows, but we mentioned birthdays. We had shout-outs. We have mm. anniversaries. We have call-ins from customers, you know, the job we're doing on the road, you know, all of that, but us talking about the low road stuff overshadows that. And, and that, but how else are we going to be? What's the key word? Better. Better. If we don't talk about the stuff we learn from other people's mistakes, just like it. And you don't call the driver out. Like nobody knows who that is. Like, I don't, I don't understand how people get mad at that. Like it's nobody knows. Yeah, who you are, who did that. But if, we are all learning from your mistake. You know right. what I mean? And right. I don't know. Yeah. And if we do, we, 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 we try to have a discussion or we think the driver can handle that. Yeah. You know, just like the tailgate popping yesterday. There's like, I own it. Here, here's my reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get back and look. How, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Coleman handled that so well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I learned like from when champion. it happened to Jason. When it happened to Jason, yeah. after that, I was religious with that. I do not want to shovel that. <laughs> he didn't handle the shovel very well, <laughs> but uh, that's funny. All right, safety topic of the week. We already addressed it. Ron Bugler wanted to talk about left lane usage, and uh, we already did that. So moving on to tips and tricks, we got Ray Davis and Chris Beam contributed here. I'll go ahead and read Ray's tips and tricks. Tips and tricks first. And it's about tarps and tarping. Before you leave the yard, you should always check that your tarp is working properly in and out. If you're slip seating, you should just bump the tarp switch to see which way the tarp moves in and out. Do not hold the button. If you don't see it moving, the switch might be backwards. 
but always make sure it works before leaving the yard. Also, number one rule before heading to a pit, always have your tarp in so you know you could get loaded. Don't wait to get to the pit. You may go to open it and it won't work. Then you just wasted time driving to the pit and then having to drive back to the yard get, to get it fixed. Be proactive. Also, if your tarp is not working, get out and look and ask another driver to help look before you call the shop so you can explain what is wrong to the shop. Always, always have your tarp all the way in or all the way out. Never open halfway or a quarter of the way in or out. You need to go all the way in or out and then bump the switch back to release all the tension on the cables. Never use the tarp to push material if the material is too high. You need to shovel it and not use the tarp to move it. This will damage your tarp. Remember to always tarp your load when leaving a pit. Remember safety has no blind spot. Look and lean. Sit up in your stool. Don't be a fool. Much love and respect always. Ray Ray 0012. Super Dave, and you wanted to drive the point home about bumping it back. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I was talking to a driver uh, the other day, um, and they uh, their tarp was like literally four feet away from being completely uh, stretched out to the end of the, the cable there. And that driver was like, well, I thought that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to stretch it all the way out and then bring it back in. Um, and no honestly then the uh the sections of the tarp in between the bows they're going to just flap they're going to just get like a flag in a wind and that's going to end up tearing them um so we want it as tight as we can get it but that motor up in the front of the trailer has so much torque it will literally pull itself right out of its bolts and um, so what we want to do is stretch the tarp all the way out or all the way in, but then just bump it slightly to release that tension, as Ray uh, pointed out. And that's how it is, you know. Um, if we operate that tarp that way, um, we get years out of a tarp. Otherwise, we might not even get one year out of a tarp if it starts to rip. Because once they do start to rip, we can zip tie them together a little bit but overall they're on their way to destruction mm -hmm. yeah. yeah good point yeah i think the only thing i would i, I want to mention in this with the tarping is how sharply we turn on the job site or backing up your jackknifing usually it's a loose wire or a plug that mm. we battle gotcha. and it's caused by the turning um or how tight you have it on the on the pogo stick there i think that would be my only thing i would listening to, to this because i think ray did an excellent job he did you know describing it you know and, and the only other thing i, I want to touch about on here too is is that you know because all the trucks have tarp because we have the the reputation of the jfw fleet we don't get bothered by state patrol that often and things like that if you would happen to get up your tarp wasn't working we need to load you we can bring you in here without being tarped, but we're gonna ask you to shovel the material down, you know, make sure it's not above the trailer. We're probably gonna to try to have you haul rock instead of sand so it doesn't blow, because three-quarter rock doesn't blow, sand does, you know, but we'll get you, you're not really losing any time. We'll get you loaded. That's the point of having it open and getting someplace to get loaded. And, you know, more than likely, you can haul that whole load untarped and nobody's gonna know whether you're loaded or not. And get someplace you know is it legal no is it what needs to be done in that situation absolutely but we're trying to stop that by asking you to check it 
You know, that's that's where it all starts. You know, take the tension off of it so the tarp motor isn't under under torque and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a it's a it is truly a tip and trick. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah, typically leaving the yard, I would suggest make sure your tarp rolls in and out. Make sure your box comes out of the saddle, that your hydraulics are working. Yeah. And make sure your lights are working. Yeah. You know, those are three things that you have to come back to the yard for, among everything else, amongst. <laughs> <coughs> Chris Bean, podcast tips when delivering cores. Keep windows and doors closed as much as possible to avoid flies from taking over your cab. Also, when loading, especially local plants, if your route requires you to be 80,000 pounds, if you're 77,800 pounds, chances are you're going to lose more time than it's worth to go back and top off. An even better chance you'll end up over anyway. Now, if you're going to say to, the, let's say you're going to the springs or, or somewhere far, then yes, you want to maximize your load. For example, don't go to Colorado Springs at 74,300. So, great point. You know, yeah. to me, you know, if you're 78,000 or above and you're running a local plant, Go ahead and take it. Go. Yep. Because you go to get that extra ton to hit 80. Now you're 83. You know, now you got to trim back off. And it's a crazy cycle you could get into there. Yep. Yeah. And Chris has done this job, long you know, time. long enough that he that he gets all that. You know, he's learned it as a tip and trick. And, and he's always, you know, posing different questions because he's, he's a thinker about the situations and usually has valuable stuff. If we're going to. If we're going to introduce something new or change something, we always like to throw it out to Chris because Chris Chris thinks differently than us. He's he's outside the box, and he, and he's not shrouded in our box. Going, you know, it's like the the NASA thing when the space shuttle blew up and all the engineers convinced themselves that there wasn't a problem, yet they knew what the problem was. And when they brought that thirteenth man in, he's like, "What the hell? You all got the report that the gasket was bad, and you mm. still sent the you know the space." chip up you know doesn't doesn't make sense so yeah i I like that about about chris that he thinks different but that's also just some common sense here yeah you know look look down the road (laughs) yeah i remember the last thing uh we talked about i brought to chris and his response was oh wow like that's a good thing from chris yeah yeah he was impressed yeah i mean i you know dave can probably do a better uh deal of explaining it but he talked to chris beam yesterday and mm. chris had some questions about brandon you know when are they going to kick off when are they going to get busy mm. and you know i i hope everybody realizes we have more rain than what we should have gotten all year already right. we set a record in june for the wettest june in history of keeping rain totals we had the fourth rainiest may i mean we have unprecedented weather going on right now and we're just hoping i don't i don't know what you know if there is a chance to catch up or if brandon goes crazy i don't know if we can keep up you know hopefully we can get through this next month and get rid of the backlog but the last time i was at brandon you know they they put up red x's they have they have i mean just to put it like if you walk into dispatch they have a wall that's as long as dispatch like where our logo's at that's how big their wall is of a chalkboard and they write all their jobs down manually, even though wow. you know we have all these computer deals and a guy's dispatching and working and he just puts a red X when it's canceled. And the one day I was in there, there was at least, I don't know, 15, 20 X's up on the board. 
But what none of us realize, I think I mentioned in the one podcast when I was talking to, to Theron, is Theron said that X could be 200 tons, could be 1,000, could be 10,000 ton job, could be five. And when you look at all the Xs, pretty soon you're at, you know, you're at 50,000 tons of asphalt that's not being poured. You know, I think we've been tremendously busy for the weather we've had on the concrete side, which we've been more than fortunate. I mean, I, I, I can't believe the work we have. It's been awesome. So, yeah, you know, and, and Chris asking that, that was just a conversation. But that's what he's, he's thinking of. He's going, you know, are we going to bust loose here and then can't keep up? Well, it's been warm for three days, and people are already losing their minds. So, <laughs> some are, huh, Cam? Yeah, yeah, sitting up at fry. Yeah, and I mean, what's crazy too is, yeah, it just got warm, right? And we still have so much standing water everywhere; it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. look at our yard, twenty-three, yeah. right? Yeah, there. I mean, it's yeah, we have cattails growing over yeah. there. This right? week is going to help. Oh, you know, for this sure. is hot, sure. dry week is yeah. going to help. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yep, awesome. Dry them holes out. Soup. You want to hit us with that high road, Holland? Let's stay on the high road today, for sure. Um, so I actually came across this article on Facebook, of all places, and, and I read it, and um, it's a little bit, you know, on the dark 